Yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to What's Zilli's podcast, a podcast where we aim to entertain and bring you behind the scenes and into the minds of my favorite dancers in hopes that I can help you learn more about the people in your dance community and can help you in your dance journey and maybe can apply in your life too. Today's guest of the episode is a very, very special guest, my brethren. <laughs> and this special guest is about to take you on a journey. Woo. Do, you want, do you want to do this one? Nah, 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 all nah you, it's all you. Okay. Bring me in, bring me in. All right. This special guest is about to take you on a journey. A journey to greatness. <laughs> Today we have the one and only, the biggest chest and biceps in ID Co. The biggest, the biggest. Infamous breakfast Instagram story king. Yeah. Cameraman, editor, choreographer, flipper. He does it all. Everybody give it up for the bro Alvin Wong, Woo! aka Evo96. What's up, what's up? Alright, how you feeling today, bro? Good, man, good, good. Just had, uh, came from physio, so I'm, I'm all loosened up, ready to go. Oh, so, got a big brain, I've got that <laughs> up too. Alright, now before we head into this episode, I switched up the format a bit, but even before that, if you want to understand the first half of this episode, I suggest you go to the YouTube right now, and search up EVO96, EV096, and subscribe to Alvin's YouTube channel, for a hug and check out some of his Hell's videos. Yeah, man, you want a hug? Hit me up. I was surprised when I saw that on your banner, man. I was like, oh, yo. Oh, yeah, I gotta keep it light. You, you know what I mean? What's that? You made your banner. I did. I made it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me our free hugs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, man. Sh- share the love. You gotta share the love. Okay, trading so hugs for subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now heading into our first segment, I call this one Shuffling for Success. Nice. Uh, this is. Um, this is the pay pay a little bit of respect to Alvin, one of Alvin's first videos on his channel, where he um it's a shuffling video, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. shuffling video. Yeah, one of his first videos on his channel is a shuffling video, and I just wanted to name this one shuffling for success. All right, so for this segment, I have a bunch of uh, questions here, and I have a random number generator. Yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna click the random number generator, and whichever number comes up, I'm gonna ask you that question. Safe. Sounds Sweet good. Ass. I like that. All right, so. 11 all right yeah question 11 like number oh but, oh this is the one i was talking to you about actually <laughs> actually oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right, all right all right see by the way guys i'm, I'm not prepared at all yeah this question he has no idea what this half of this question is. is okay and your videos with cc back in the day yeah you used to call each other bro and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. oh bro okay if, if yeah. you guys yeah. know back if you followed alvin wong back in the day even if you followed CC too, you'd see them post videos and they'd be like, um, choreography with my bro, choreography with my sis. And now you guys are together, so... Yeah, yeah. a little bit of incest for you, <laughs> then, you know? Alright, Alvin Wong supports incest. Um, yeah, 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 you know. Only if it's not blood-related. <laughs> oh, nah, I'm, just, I'm playing, I'm playing. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, okay, okay, okay. See, so you made a good decision, CC. Let's go. Alright, who made the first move? Um, who made the first move? Uh, I did. Yeah, I definitely did. Sorry, I don't know why I had to think about that. <laughs> it was definitely me. It was definitely me. I made the first move. Alright. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hard, hard. You could, by the way, like, he can go in on this, or he can just leave Yeah, it you want me to elaborate? I mean, it was, it was, it was kind of like, I think oh, the thing with, um, the whole bro-sis thing, yeah. I think it kind of worked out in our favor, because our relationship is great now, yeah. and I think the reason for that is because we kind of established that friendship before and yeah it was very bro sissy yeah. um but 
it's kind of what makes the foundation of our relationship it's yeah. like we're friends first beforehand and oh. then you know we have that connection and so the relationship side is just kind of an addition towards that mm. so yeah yeah that kind of it's kind of it because i mean yeah, it was awkward man at first like when i started like developing feelings it yeah. was kind of like fuck i do remember saying that and like <laughs> yeah it's my sis and shit i'm like ah. Oh. <laughs> Like, is it weird now if I make a move? Or, yeah. like, I don't know. But, you know, it kind of just worked out. It, it, it happened really organically, you know. What's it weird for her at first, too? Or was it just, like... Uh, I never asked, but... I don't, I don't know if she's ever thought about that kind oh, of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, no, nah, I think it was all good. Because I remember, like, good. the first time when I, when I saw your post, I was, yeah. like... You know, I, I just I just was just like, oh, yo, bro and sis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I know it. I hear, I hear you guys are dating. I'm, like, true. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of the first questions I was like, yo bro, so are you guys still bro and sis? Yeah, yeah, are these guys related? Like, for real? (laughs) Fuck. That's a good one. Yeah, man. It's one people want to know. I put that in for you guys, man. (laughs) This guy's sneaky as a... Fan service. Fan service. OnlyFans. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Bro, fuck. Oh, (laughs) shit. You know what's fucked up? What? Okay, I'm thinking... Okay, if you guys don't know what OnlyFans is, just search it up. Yeah, 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 for sure. Bro, you know how much money girls make on OnlyFans? Oh, bro, yeah, definitely, man. You gotta think about it in the sense that, like, some people charge, like, what, per photo and video or whatever. Mm. It's not even just, like, a subscription. So if you're, like, like on Instagram and you're consistent with your Mm. your posts and stuff, the only way for your OnlyFans to, like, kind of see those posts is Mm. to consistently pay you money. And Mm. so, like, wow, the revenue you get from that is just mind-blowing when you think about it. You seem to know a lot about oh, hell's yeah, man. I'm all about it. Nah, but like I don't know. I think I've definitely had a look at a few. Yeah. Because um, my mate always talks about it. Just as we, we, well, me and my mate always talk about it as a joke. Like, fuck, we should just start an OnlyFans. Yeah, hey, just too, put some bro. dick pics out or whatever, no. you know? And yeah. like, yeah, yeah, ladies, check it out, you know? And then we can buy a house <laughs> one day, you know? Because um, uh, my mate was telling me the story. His his friend had an OnlyFans <coughs> account. Actually, I'm not sure if it's a friend. It might be acquaintance, but um. Uh, it was in Oz, and she worked at McDonald's <coughs> at the time, and then she left her job yeah. and did OnlyFans, and now she has a house. Bro, and I'm like, what? How does that make sense? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but it's just it's so surreal that like you can do something on your phone for like what I don't know, like a few minutes a day. And then you just have you just build this following eventually, and then all of a sudden all this money rolls in, and you can just have that financial freedom, mm. or for just selling your body out, you know yeah, what I mean? Or, um, but it's it's crazy. OnlyFans, like uh, to me, I, I when I first saw it, I thought it was something like Patreon. Yeah, same. And same, like, because um, yeah, yeah. uh, I actually I watched this video of um, you know David So. Yeah. And he was talking about um, I'm not actually sure if he actually did it or not, but he was like, oh. I feel like I'm the only guy on OnlyFans because uh, when he first made it, he, he treated it like a Patreon kind of situation. Oh, yeah. And then he noticed all these like famous Instagram girls and stuff like making OnlyFans. And then he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think I got into the wrong um, like uh, subs- subscription service, you know? And it's like, yeah. Maybe what was he did. using OnlyFans for? I think it was kind of like like what you would do in Patreon, like behind the scenes or whatever, oh. and that, that kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, I guess not. You're going really behind the scenes, bro, behind the pants. Because <laughs> like, bro, the reason why I bring this up is because yeah. I was, I saw this Twitter feed, like mm. Twitter posts where girls were posting how much they made on like OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. And then and one day a girl made like 30K. I'm like, bro. That's heavy. Bro. And what she can, what did they do really? They just snap, done. Yeah, exactly. 
And then they can spend the rest of their time doing whatever they want. That's like an upgraded version of a premium Snapchat, bro. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, oh, fuck. They make more money than I do in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. Now, fuck it. Let's just make OnlyFans, bro. Bro, let's do it. Alright. Question two. Oh, qu- alright. We got number one. Alright. Number so one, man. Alright. In your How to Do a Gainer video Yo. with <laughs> Mr. Mueller. Yeah, yeah. You and Connor both filmed a video in your undies. Yeah. And expose your legs to the world. Damn straight we did. First of all, why did you film the gainer in your undies? <laughs> and secondly, who has the better legs out of you and Connor? Okay. Um, why I shot in my undies. Uh, if you, for context, you'll yeah. need to watch the, the previous tutorial, which is how to do a backflip, um, where I also do it in my undies. Actually, that was just like a shameless plug. There's actually no context as to why yeah. I don't wear pants. I just did it for like comedic sake. Like back then, I feel like my sense of humor has evolved over time and also still retain some of like what it is in the day. But back then, I just thought having no pants on was funny. <laughs> so I just took my pants off. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's pretty much the story behind the no pants. Oh, and then when I went... No, I genuinely just thought it was funny. Oh, and yeah. um, when I when I uh, pitched it to Connor, I was like, bro, are you, you keen to just do this with your pants off? Or... And, bro, like, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys stab each other in the ass too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I, when he lands it and he comes down, I give him a slap. <laughs> I'm like, you know, because yeah, that's just that's just the humor that I was into back then. Uh, like, I, I watch it back all the time and crack up. Uh, a bit of, bit of cringe and a bit of, like, this is actually kind of funny. Yeah. It's a bit of balance. Um, who's got the better legs? Probably Connor. Um, he was he was a gymnast and uh, a tumbler for a long, long, long time beforehand. So he's a lot more toned than I am Fuzzy. in the leg department. Yeah. I was just... I was just- I was honestly just basing that question off skin tone alone. <laughs> I was like, bro, you know how you're like, you're like a bit like dark on the yeah. upper body, and yeah, then yeah. like when you when you're in your undies, bro, your your thighs are white ass. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, bro, I'm just oh, on the grind, man. I don't spend enough time in the sun. Right? Just always inside. Because he's always working hard, man. He's always that bread. Always pants are always on. <laughs> you know, all right. Never exposed to the sun. He never fucks around, man. Never, never. Simple right now. <laughs> Alright, next question. Question four. Yo. Oh, okay. <coughs> you made you made a video uh-huh. called Ten Types of Drivers. Yo, yo. What kind of driver would you define yourself as out of these options? Asian mom? Uh-huh. The VTEC driver? Uh-huh. The always asking for a ride home guy? Or the boy racer? Oof. Um Man, that's hard. That's, I, that's actually a really funny video. Right? Like, <laughs> oh, I recommend thanks, you guys man. watch it because uh, my favorite one was when you guys were um, the the Wongmobile or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just just, just hop on, bro. Just hop on. I am the ride, G. Just just hop on. Let's crack up, bro. That was that was on the fly too. I just needed another <laughs> idea to put into the video, and yeah. I just we were at the beach, and I was like, "Fuck, I'll just I'll just be the guy mm. that 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 just is the ride." Um, so yeah, a lot of things, just, uh, a lot of videos, including the video we shot, you know, um, the Twister thing, that, that was just kind of on the spot. Um, like I'd have an initial idea and I just let it develop naturally in, in the moment. Um, but to go back to your question, uh, what kind of driver I am, uh, I'd probably say naturally I'm more of a, the boy racer. Oh. Um, <laughs> cause um, I mean, back in my day, not back in my day, five, making myself sound really old, eh? Um, like, how, how old are you for context and then we'll say how old you are back in the day. I am 24 now. I'm 24 now. Um, back in the day, I'd say I was 17 to 21. Between yep. that time, uh, I was really into my performance cars. Mm. 
actually yeah the person who got me into was johnny johnny chi yeah open imports boom shout out um yeah so he took me in a ride in his uh integra dc2 at the time mm. and that was the first time i experienced the vtech and i was just like whoa bro this is crazy and so i had to get a honda of my own um and i drove at the time a euro r cr1 yeah. and i think the way i drive nowadays reflects a lot on on how i used to drive because i drive a manual car still yeah. but it's a it's a bit of a shit box it's just a honda civic uh, honda civic honda fit and um even though it's manual sometimes you just get that feeling you know when you have a stick you're like oh i'm just keen to like put it in first and just rev it up hard and yeah. then accelerate and yeah so i think the boy racer still kind of lives within me but I'm, I'm quite chilled nowadays mm. a little bit of road rage here and there you know sprinkle a bit of rage oh, and then it is what it is <laughs> what made you change from uh boy racer to honda fit um honestly money oh. it's 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 an expensive yeah. hobby yeah. uh to to have a performance car there's like maintenance mm. um the expensive fuel you'd have to pay mm. um and yeah yeah it's just an expensive hobby and mm. for me to pursue my passions in in the creative arts yeah. it was just wasn't something that i could continue doing so i just had to make that sacrifice and maybe like a hobby for another time then yeah yeah another yeah. time you know maybe one day um i would love to drive another performance car or own one i would say yeah. but not, not as like a run around i'd say like a weekend car kind of thing yeah. um just as a treat yeah. but until then i'm just thrashing the old honda fit you know <laughs> all there's nothing for nothing wrong with honda fit yeah man. nothing oh. wrong um, it's funny when you talk about like Johnny Chi was the first guy that um, took you on your Vita because yeah. it was the same for me too. Yo, yo, actually, <laughs> I think he took all the Southside boys for a ride. I remember the first time I was in Johnny's car, I was like, bro, you, you know that feeling, you know, it feels like you and someone's like, um, when, when they go super fast, you're like, oh shit. You know, you feel super, you know, you feel cool. Yeah, bro. you feel hella cool. You feel that, definitely. you feel that masculinity, I'm like, oh, yo, what does it mean? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely what got me into it. I was just like, wow. I could be that guy. Yeah, I could bro. be the guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come check it out, bro. And then, and then oh, he's so cool. Like, <laughs> could you imagine all the all the young ID kids like, yo, can we go on a ride with you? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, I don't know if I could do that. Eh? Like, I think if I was just a dancer, yeah. like at, at ID Co or something, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, all good. I'll take you for a thrash. But in my position now, maybe, but. Yeah. Uh, it just depends on our history you know uh, what I mean yeah. like I wouldn't just take any random young ID kid and be like yeah 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 I'm going <laughs> for a thrash bro like <laughs> uh, I wouldn't do that if the parents listening yeah I wouldn't do that ever no 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 never I'm a safe ass driver he is safe I've been in the car of Alvin he is a safe driver yo guaranteed thank you thank you okay question number two <laughs> by the way the cap is 11 so we have 11, 11 questions yo so question number two how did you come up with the character brother Wong Oh. Cause that is actually quite a character, bro. Um, how did I come up with that? Um, I don't know. I think I, I just kind of like, uh, like based it off my life in terms of like the brothers, like 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 for example, brothers, right? Like yeah. it's it's kind of a similar situation in terms of like I treat all my mates like brothers, mm-hmm. and then um, I kind of took that and then just turned the dial up like a hundred yeah, and then it's just that's how the whole brother thing came about and i was like yo the bro alvin brethren and mm. i just found different ways to to say bro mm. really and then that's kind of just how how it happened right. and i thought maybe having like a different persona would help elevate that idea mm. and so yeah that's that's the whole turning the dial up thing and then um at the, at the end of the day at face value to me it's just entertainment yeah. and like I love doing stupid shit like I don't know if you noticed but like I don't, I don't really care 
um, whether it, it'll pop Bro, I watched, or not. Like, you know, all like, of your videos. <laughs> I, know, I know. Bro, it's hella, it's hella cringy to watch now because like at the time, it's always it's always in the moment for me. That yeah. that's why I say like when I watch back, sometimes it's cringy, but in the moment, I think it's funny because I'm a very in the moment kind of guy, mm. and so. And because because of that, if if I stray away from an idea for too long, then I'm not going to like it anymore. Yeah. So that's why I always have to just bang out things on the spot. And yeah, I don't actually know where I was going with that one, but like, yeah. No, it makes sense. Cool, cool. Makes man. sense. I'm kind of similar to you in a way where it's like if you sit on it for too long, mm-hmm. it kind of loses loses its um. You know, our spontaneity is also yeah. attractive. It's yes. also very attractive, yes. right? Because when like some, when something comes to you on the spot, like. It's kind of there for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. you want to bang it out right then and there. Mm. So, yeah. Definitely. Otherwise, I'm an overthinker too. So, I'll start overthinking the logistical side of things mm. as opposed to just letting the art itself flow naturally. Mm. And so, yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely agree. Mm. So, if you want to work with Alvin, key points. Key points to take in mind. Key points to take in mind. Spontaneity. I love that. Bro, actually, man, your brother one character is actually so, like... Because when I was I was watching your videos, yeah. like, honestly, I don't got to lie, bro. Half of me was cringing, but then the other half was like, yeah, this is Alvin. Like, this, yeah. this is pretty much <laughs> Alvin now, but, like, dialed down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I still am that person. Yeah, he, he like, honestly still is. There's always elements to all my characters or everything, anything I portray through mm-hmm. video. There's always some part of me that's, that's in it. There's obviously a, a little bit of fantasy within it, yeah. but most of it is me otherwise i wouldn't want to do it in the first place you know what i mean question eight oh, let's go oh this one all right in your about you video uh-huh. by trey songs oh, shit. <laughs> uh, the description says this song is about you now although it was a joke <laughs> how many of your choreos on your channel are actually about the girls how many? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember which ones are just normal now, because I think like all of them, yep. but maybe like how many have I made? That? I think all of them, but one or two. Yeah, no, but one, but one. I think. Wait, what is there? There's, there's about you. Yeah. There's cruel. Yeah. There's missing my love. Although I don't think that's on there anymore. Um, what else is there? There's a B-Boy one with Johnny and Wuju. Oh yeah, that so there, there that's one. That's one. With, yeah. That's not. Uh, Hide and Freak is not. Mm. Um, well, I'm bad at this. The one in Hong Kong. Ah, one in Hong Kong. That is. That is. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is. So. Um. Yeah, I'd say all, if not like maybe two or three. Oh yeah, can't keep running. It's not. It's not. Mm. Uh, overtime is not with mm. Will. Um, yeah, I guess a lot of the ones that are solo mm. are. Jeez. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm a very like my choreographic style since a long time ago, yeah. and it's still kind of the same now with a little bit of difference. It's it's. I'm very emotional. Like I yeah. think as an artist, I'm very hypersensitive. So mm. I I pick things from my life that I'm affected by and I and I use movement to express how I feel through that and it just so happened that a lot of times it's about a girl you know because I think to me like even when I was young and even now I always been I, a Skux? yeah I'm not oh, ah, ah, you know you know you know, you know oh, I, had to, I had to fold it I'm just the guy that uh, gets influenced easy yeah. by 
by the opposite sex, I guess, if it's if it's to do with emotion. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I just use that as my muse to, to create. Mm. And whether it be positive or negative, you know, I mean, it's either positive or negative, I should say. Like, um, for example, the About You stuff, it's just kind of like, you know, it's just me being like, yo, I like you, this is you, you know, blah, 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 that kind of thing. And then the whole cruel side is like, the whole negative, I'm, I'm feeling a bit of pain, so I want to like express that somehow then through this visual and so yeah right actually cruel is actually my favorite video that because out of all the videos i watched cruel is my favorite just because wow, additional you were with all your you know yeah yeah the yeah. whole video i was like oh damn because like watching it um because i remember i watched it before when i first met you mm. and i didn't feel the same way but now that i've like gotten older and i've gotten like um to appreciate like what what the video is now i'm like oh mm-hmm. dude it's actually like it's actually one of my favorite videos from you thanks man um that actually means a lot to me because that video itself i put probably the most effort mm-hmm. in in every video i've ever done because uh the time i shot that video yeah. was during the time i was studying at yeah. sae for filmmaking so i that was when i first fully applied everything i kind of learned into a video yeah. um so in class in like lectures i'd be like drawing storyboards and like writing what shot i want and all that so everything that you see in there is all planned like there's nothing like like i said before i'm very spontaneous and i like to do things on the spot but cruel was probably one of the only videos where i pre-planned everything and um i still think i was very inexperienced then in in terms of movement but to me i didn't really care because to me it was more about the visual yeah um, and yeah, I went through a lot, man. I did a lot of planning. I booked like the the, the Infinity Studio to do those shots. Um, everything in there has a meaning too. Like um, uh, the place where I did the dance, the first part before I fade into the Infinity Studio. Um, like there's there's meaning to that location. Um, there's meaning to like the the photos that I burn and all that. There's it's kind of like a, a closing of chapters mm. for me because um, for the longest time I was still very hung up in that situation with that to that person and yeah. so for me to make that video was me to be like okay i'm i'm finally over it yeah. i'm just gonna move forward yeah. and then that's that's that that was that video yeah because yeah, to me sometimes like yeah everything is entertainment yeah but sometimes it's just a release and i just need to do it in order for me to move forward yeah. another thing is um it doesn't really show but after that video every other video then onwards i have a different hairstyle because i cut my hair mm-hmm. because story is um i was so hung up for a long time i was, I was kind of depressed about it and i'd just keep let my hair grow mm-hmm. so i'd like you know cover my face and that kind of oh. shit um so i kept my hair long for the video and then from any other video onwards i cut my hair mm-hmm. so because it was like a sign that i moved on oh yeah yeah so a lot yeah a lot of a lot of thinking went down for that yeah. video yeah because um <coughs> i know how you said before that like your um the cruel video in terms of like your movement you weren't as developed and you mm-hmm. didn't know as much things but um i think that's the reason why it stood out to me as well was just like because back then when i watched it like you, you don't have to be a great dancer to know if someone's like good or not mm-hmm. you know you can just tell by watching like how developed someone is and back then i knew that you weren't as like developed mm-hmm. and i couldn't appreciate it but now coming to where I am now and looking at your work then, like you weren't as developed for sure. But it's just the fact that like you can tell that you tried hard. Yeah. Like you tried yeah, yeah, really yeah. hard on this video. Definitely. And like that's the thing. And even um this can apply to people that you know, uh, wanna get started into making videos or even like get started into dancing. It doesn't matter how good you are. Mm. If you try hard, like people re- will respect that more Definitely. than if you're good. Definitely. 
if you just try hard and you're honest, people will respect that more because like we all start somewhere, but then at the same time, to even start in itself and to put yourself out there, mm. that's bro, that takes more balls than anything else. Definitely, so, definitely. Know. I always yeah, I agree with that. Like starting is always the hardest thing mm. because <clears throat> once you're in it, if you really love it, then it, everything else comes naturally. Mm. But it's yeah, exactly what you said. It's it's really having the confidence and the balls to put yourself mm. in that position in the first place because you know you're not at the level of everyone else that is in there yeah. this is not just dance this applies to kind of everything like yeah. you said um but yeah yeah it's it's a it's a confidence thing it always is um but yeah my, my advice would just yeah get started if you want to do something especially even like i think you don't have to even love it if it just interests you yeah. i think it's good to just even just dip your toes in and just mm. try it like for me um I've always loved music and so like there was a time in my life and and still ongoing now like that i've dabbled in some music um whether it be production or laying vocals down like um yeah to me i'm still an amateur but it's something i love to do and i do on the side every now and then and Mm. yeah and and for me it's a confidence thing like i've started but i'm not going to know if it's any good until i kind of put things up which again i haven't (laughs) so um yeah it's, it's still an ongoing process for me if it helps anyone else listening like everyone is going through their own journey and yeah just just take your time and just just do it mm. yeah i really recommend anybody out there that's listening just just have a watch of um alvin's video Alvin's <laughs> cruel video because I, I really respect it oh, thanks man uh, come from a real place yeah for honestly when i was watching someone because um because it's concept two and i like i know you're like um when you're burning that shit because honestly it's not it's not there because it's a made-up story. Like it's part no, of your bro, life. You it's know? real, yeah. So yeah. when I saw you doing some of the shit, I was like, "Yo, this is like, a, like when you when you post stuff like that, it's easy for people to be like, to kind of read your story and like." Mm-hmm. But then the fact that you put it out, I was like, "Oh, bro, shot man." Yeah, I, it was, it was something on my mind for a long time, and I feel like I needed to do that for me. You know what I mean? It wasn't really for anyone else. Because yeah, like you said, it's very like it's very real. It's easy mm-hmm. to read the story and understand where it's coming from, and so. I purposely made it easy to understand because it's something I needed to get off my chest. Mm. It's not like I wanted to like make it super complex and like it very artistic and abstract and then you have to like figure it out for yourself. For me it was just this is what it is. Mm. I need to move on from it. And then yeah. Alright, question three. Okay, uh you made a video about ten types of drivers. Mm-hmm. This is uh this another question of that ten types of drivers. Oh yeah. Uh, in that video, you pull over a girl that's doing her makeup. Oh, yep, yep. Now, hypothetically, if you were a cop and you did pull over an attractive girl, would you A, <laughs> give her a ticket? Yeah, yeah. B, get her a number? Or C, let her off with a warning? Come on, Alvin. <laughs> oh, man, why, why are you going to do me like let's, that? Let's, I... say, let's say this girl is like... All right, let's say... Okay, I'll give you a few scenarios for the girls too. All right, all right. Okay, this girl is... Hot. Yeah. H O T. H O T. Oh yeah, yeah. H O T. H O T. Bro. Ten out of ten. Uh-huh. Alright, what would you do for this girl? And then I'll give you another scenario where it's a girl that's um, uh, average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Average, kind of like a. Oh, have you heard about a rating system where? Oh shit, this is gonna sound fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go for it, man. So you know how the rating system is like one out of ten? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's like this new rating system where it's like one out of thirty. Okay. Where one to ten is like more accurate where they're like they're bad very bad or like kind of bad right right you're kind of yeah. stretching out the yeah, spectrum stretching of out the spectrum yeah, so yeah, that yeah. people can be like oh yeah you know mm. so 
um, first girl, 10 out of 10, hot, like yeah, 100%. Yeah. Hot. Second girl, she's like 17 out of 30. Okay. So she's yeah, like yeah, yeah, above yeah. average. You know, she's, yeah, a bit cute. Okay. And yeah, the last yeah. one, yeah, let's just do those two. Let's just do okay, those two. Okay, we'll do those two for now. Okay, well, the first one, uh, I'd probably do uh, B and C. You know, I'd give her a warning. Oh. But I don't, you know, because I gotta do my job. You know what I'm, I'm like, hey, 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 hey. You can't, oh. can't be doing that around here. Wow. But I mean, you know, like, oh, this, this is theoretically speaking if I'm single as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, sorry, gotta, gotta put that sorry, out there. CC, sorry, gotta, CC, my bad. I'm not trying that. to throw any, like, wrenches uh, into the. Hypothetics, hypothetical. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're just playing, we're just playing. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I'd, I'd shoot my shot. But yeah. at the same time, this is why I'm not a cop because you shouldn't be <laughs> shooting your shop on the job. Um, but I mean, I guess this is me as a person. Yeah, I'd probably do B or C. Um, but then you know, I don't even want to get into it. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, but then later if I meet her personality, blah 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 blah. You know, oh. like, yeah, you know, you know, because you can't judge a book by its cover. But I mean, I say that. Yeah. But everyone does it at at, at some sort yeah. of level, you know, yeah. like. You can't just like look at someone from a distance and instantly be like, "Oh yeah, she must be a nice person." Yeah, you know, now you, you can't you can't know until you speak to them. But that's why the the cover is always the first thing you look at. You know, it's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, she's hot." I probably probably approach her and try to talk to her or something. You know, and that's the same both ways, obviously. But yeah, so B and C, and then I guess for the second one, yeah, probably A and B. <laughs> still trying, to, you know. Still, I'm still doing my job. I'll be like, "Sorry, ma'am, um, here's a ticket, but you can write your number on there." <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about it, you know. Maybe, maybe we can get you bro, out or something. But fuck. this is why I shouldn't be a cop. All right, okay. So. Bro, Alan's too cold. He'll give her the ticket, <laughs> but he'll ask for a number two. Oh fuck! But would you ask for the number first or give it like after? Because I don't uh, know if you'll get that number after you give her that ticket, bro. Yeah, she probably wouldn't even return my calls if I gave her the ticket fuck. too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Nah, I'd give it a ticket first, day, eh? You know, no, do my job first. Respect the you know, respectable man. Yeah, you have to, bro. You gotta. You, otherwise, it's just awkward at that point. You're like, hey, girl, you know, can I get your number? And then, then it's all of a sudden, it's like, I see, I still gotta write you this ticket, though, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what if she's like, what if she's like, oh, no, um, you can't get my number? It's like, alright, sweet ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight away, ticket, bro. Like, hey, who do you think you are? You're the one breaking the law. Alright, ticket it is. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. God damn, bro. When I came up with this question, like, <laughs> originally it was going to be something about the, the girl in question in that yeah, video, but yeah. I was like, nah, nah, let's just switch it up. <laughs> oh, fair enough, man. <sighs> I like it, I like it. Right. Switch ups. Alright. Let's see how I'm making. Alright, question five. In your Instagram stories, you are mm-hmm. often posting stories of your breakfast meals mm-hmm. while watching anime. Yo, yo. What is the best anime you've watched and why? Whoa, that's a hard Yo, question, a hard, man. Damn. Um, Alvin watches a lot of anime. Yeah, he watches bro. a variety too. Bro, I've been watching anime since I was in intermediate school. So Weeps that's all like, day, man. Weeps all day, bro. Otaku life. That's like, what is that? That's like over 10 years now. That's like 13 years of, of watching anime. Um, yeah, I even got CC into watching anime. So, Yeesh. you know. Converter. Sneaking in. Sneaking in. Um, uh, anime. I guess uh, it's hard to say I have one best anime. I, I'd, I'd say like... What's your favorite then? My favorite? Oh, What's your like, all-time and favorite at the moment? Okay, all-time, I would probably say... 
Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, Dragon okay. Ball Z. Respectable, um, respectable. Why? It's just it's just what I grew up on, you know. Like I just come home after school and just watch Dragon Ball Z, and it's like it's one of those animes that I can't. What I do because I watch Super in in um, in Japanese dub with English subs, but. Yeah. It's one of those animes that I, I actually prefer in English dub because uh, because I grew up watching it in English yeah. dub and it's just like oh yo this English dub is, is actually like not it's actually tight anime. yeah 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 I I would give it the thumbs up yeah. for, for that anime specifically any other anime I'm like oh you well, favorite watch character that. favorite character favorite character yeah nah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be current it can be a favorite character during an arc as well oh yeah yeah true um in that case I'd probably say. Uh, Damn. Either Future Trunks or yeah, yeah. or Teen Gohan. Oh. Just because he was the first to reach Super Saiyan 2, yeah. and it's just like, avenge the father's death and all that, and that yeah. yeah. That was probably the most epic fight ever, the the um, the um the last Kamehameha between yeah. Cell and, and Gohan, just yeah. a one-hand Kamehameha. I'm like, bro, that's... But this is like a 12, 13 year old boy fighting like some crazy cell monster, you know what I mean? And like, I think the thing that hit me the hardest wasn't even the battle, it was what everyone else was saying. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember, but like Tien, Yamcha, Krillin and Piccolo, they all try to help. Yeah. And then they all have their little moment, like little dialogue where they talk in their mind about mm -hmm. the situation. And the one that hit me the most was like um, Tien's one and he was like, surpassing Goku has always been like his goal or something. And then what did he do to repay him? He just sit there and watch him die. And so he's not going to do the same with his son, and that's what his motivating drive is to to help defeat mm. Cell, even though they're just like humans that stand no chance against him. Right. And it's like those emotional moments, those tear jerking moments that really get me into it, you know? Yeah. yeah. What I really liked about that arc too was, bro, you know how like Gohan was cocky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at first, like, were you triggered by that when he had, when he let Goku? Yeah, bro. I was like, gee, you can yeah, kill him, bro. bro. You can <laughs> kill him. Just do it, man. He's almost destroyed the planet. Stop what? wasting time, man. Just kill him, bro. Just end him now. Oh man, yeah, I was frustrated. I was hella frustrated. But then it makes sense because he's a teen. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he doesn't understand. But then like, bro, like there was just so much triggering, and I'm like, bro, why did you let your dad die? Bro? Yeah, man. But it, but you get it. Once he dies, he yeah. does understand, and yeah. you, you see that growth in the character, and that's that's what I love about anime is that they they over dramatize the growth, mm. and so that you can see it, and then by doing so, it makes it more. Uh, growth in real life more apparent mm. like that's my opinion anyway because you can see it at a at a deeper level which you don't see in real life as much because you only see face value in terms of growth and stuff like that until you talk to a person and they explain their growth but i mean i don't really know a lot of people that do conversations like that on a daily basis you know what i mean so yeah that's why i really love anime it's the growth all right favorite of all, favorite of all time is dragon ball z mm -hmm. favorite right now favorite right now right now Probably Demon Slayer, Demon just Slayer. for its like amazing artwork and and storytelling itself. Um, yeah, yeah, Demon Slayer for sure. But I'm I haven't been watching a lot of anime recently. I've been getting uh, actually for the past two years. I've been getting really into webtoons oh. or manhwas, which yeah. is like the um, Korean manga. Yeah, and um, the two oh sorry the three webtoons I'm reading right now. Right now, right now is um, Tower of God, yeah. God of High School, yeah. and Hardcore Leveling Warrior. Mm. 
and if I were to suggest one, I would suggest Tower of God. It's probably one of the best storytelling I've seen and read or see anywhere in a long time. I think it has like, an anime too at the moment, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. I've seen the anime. Uh, the anime, I give it like a six Dark out of ten. Like the thing is, they they over over. I uh, think they focus too much between the relationship between the main character and this other character too much, which it was apparent in the webtoon, but that's not the premise of Tower of God. Mm. But they made it so that the twist that happens at the end is, you know, more intense because it happened because they're building up this relationship and then there's this twist and then it's like, oh, wow, like, shit, you know? But in the webtoon, it's not really like that. It's more focused on the main character and his relationship with other people that he meets and then the twist happens and then... Yeah, man. I, I won't say too much, but like, just just read it. It's a great, great piece because um, there's just you just think something's gonna happen, but then it doesn't, and then mm. something else happens, mm. or or maybe it does happen, but then it keeps going, and there's there's more twists that that happen. Like one arc will last longer than you think, and yeah, it's just great storytelling, man. Shout out to you, SIU. I shouldn't say you. It's not it's SIU. <laughs> Alvin Wong recommended. Oh, okay. This one's another weeb question. Yo, king, king. <sighs> question uh, six. Uh, you have a lot of Naruto Shippuden gameplay on your channel. Yes, I do. What is your favorite arc of the Naruto series? And if you could have one ninjutsu, what would it be? Oh, oh right. Okay, I like this one. Well, I really, I really did my research. Oh, you went in on this. I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, favorite arc? You actually do have a lot of Naruto gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one third of your channel, I think. That was that was what popped off when I first started YouTube and I was still in high school then um, and they that was the first time I was offered monetization on my oh, videos and so like um, they wanted me they had I had to be 18 yeah. but I wasn't 18 mm. and um, but my channel I was like I don't know maybe like 25 or something because you know how like when you join uh, websites and you're under 18 and yeah. you make an email and you just ah. say like, yeah, yeah yeah I'm born 1999 or 19 oh, sorry 1990 or something yeah. you know um, so when I made YouTube it was like that because I think I was third 13 yeah. in 2007 or something um and so they offered me monetization and i was like oh, nah, nah, nah. i'll just just lay low for a little bit and mm. i didn't i didn't agree on it for like maybe two months and then then i thought about it i'm like fuck i could be making money yeah so mm. i just i just accepted it and then yeah the the naruto videos popped off and i made i made a bit of money from that and that's actually how i paid for my um japan trip in oh. high school through that because i didn't have a job so yeah. that youtube was essentially my job during mm. high school um What's the question again? Naruto, right. But back to Naruto. Um, favorite arc would probably be... Man, that's hard, man. A lot has happened in Naruto. Like, Naruto as a whole or Shippuden? As well, or just Shippuden or... Let's just say, uh, let's say Naruto, just just Naruto, because I think, uh, what, do you think Shippuden's as good as Naruto, or, or what do you think? That is, uh, because uh, I, I don't respect Shippuden anymore. Yeah, Shippuden just got, like, so out of hand, yeah, like, yeah. so intense, like, with the jutsus and stuff, exactly. it's like, are you guys ninjas, or are you guys, like, yeah. gods, bro, you know, like, <laughs> um, but, okay, let's say Naruto, yeah. I think my best, my favorite arc would be, um... To be honest, um, the the Haku and Zabuza one, like oh. the, like in the beginning. Bro, that's like, mine too. Yo, that's, that's mine too. Bro, no. it's like it's just like it's so sad. You yeah, know exactly. what I mean? Like, oh, bro, like the, all the shit that Haku's been through, yeah. 
and then and then you just you just can't help but feel sorry for yes. the villain you know what i mean and it's like it's it's hard to do that you know you, there's a lot of like especially on the the build up to the yep. to the end it's like you just you just kind of keep you just keep hating on on like Zabuza. It's like fuck mm. this dude's like a piece of shit eh? and then you realize that yeah, he's kind of a good guy deep down but he's just he just has a twisted way of thinking about it i mean good guy towards haku i should say yeah. but it just has a twisted way of thinking about it and it's just like wow you are a really complicated complex character yeah. man and it's yeah it's dope right. and the fight scenes were crazy man yeah, like, i know <laughs> and like back then because everything was more like contained it's yeah. not like hard out fucking crazy ninjutsu and stuff yeah, it's, yeah, easy. Yeah. it's like a lot easier to read and mm-hmm. like oh bro it was near the end when Zabuza untied his thing. Yeah. And yeah. he started showing his teeth. And yeah. then, like, I remember he started crying, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started yeah. crying. I was like, bro, I cried too, bro. I'm yeah, like, was shit, so this is sad, sad bro. Bro, oh. how's about Haku? Like, the only one that can do the one-handed hand signs and Yo, shit? Bro, that's badass. Because no one ever, no one else could Yo. do that after. Because he was the only one left in his clan that could do the, the one-handed jutsus and shit. That's that's crazy. And then they came back and shipped it in and it's like, oh man, I'm reminded about this sadness, bro. And they're like, ah, oh, we're being controlled, eh? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah. Oh, sorry, and what ninjutsu? Um, I probably... Honestly... Cause I don't I actually because this is buzzy because I only just thought about it now because yeah. I, I I was thinking about it, I'm like fuck maybe I'd be keen to do like a chidori or like a like, fireball jutsu <laughs> or, or something. Would that come in handy? Yeah, I know, right? That's what I mean. Like, oh, I can't get in my house. Chidori, <laughs> just like <laughs> break the door. Fucking hell, Elvin. Yeah, I wouldn't. When am I ever gonna need to stab someone with a lightning blade? You know, but um, <laughs> um, so I was thinking about it. I think the jutsu I'd probably get is either a summoning jutsu. Oh, tight, tight, tight. Or or some sort of genjutsu. Oh. Yeah, because, like, with summoning jutsu, it's like, cool, I can summon a companion, and we can do shit together. I can summon a big toad, we'll just jump around, you know, like, <laughs> jump around the city, like, oh, I need to get to town. Like, oh, sweet, I'll get there in two hops, you know what I mean? Like, whoa, whoa. Like, and oh, then, oh, the ID could like, yo, yo, Alvin, can you summon your frog? <laughs> yeah, dude, you need a ride? <laughs> West, yeah, we'll get there in one jump, no worries. Um, either that, or, or genjutsu, just because, like, fuck, imagine what you could do with the mm. power of genjutsu bro you mm. just like trap everyone in genjutsu and just like steal shit like no nah, i'm joking i'm not gonna do that but <laughs> oh shit. but <laughs> i did not i don't i did not see this uh this twist of events yeah bro. Uh, master criminal in disguise uh, nah but genjutsu be cool like i just probably use it for practical jokes i probably just get people to do <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah yeah that'd probably be it and it'd be a mad trip, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, it's like drugs without drugs, you know what I mean? Wow. Just genjutsu on yourself, and you're like, oh <laughs> shit, where am I? Bloody <laughs> oh, genjutsu on yourself. What did you do? Just look in the mirror? <laughs> yeah, probably. Bro. The mirror will probably like come out and start attacking me and shit. How do you? The, the thing is, how do you get out of that then? Can you release your own genjutsu? Oh, oh, probably. Maybe you have to hurt yourself. I don't know, that's yeah, one, one yeah. way you can release Genjutsu. Or have someone else, like, mess with your, your chakra flow or something and, and break you out of it. Yeah, probably just stab myself in the leg or something. Bro, I'm not gonna lie, man. That whole summoning Jutsu one, oh, it took me by surprise. That's a good one, though. That's a good, that's one. A good one, right? Yeah. It depends on your contract, you know? It depends on yeah. what, what kind of um, What would you, you, you want to have? Animal. 
I assume a transport one would be like the most practical. Yeah, useful. some sort of flying one, a eh? like a like a bird of some sort. I don't want to mind like you know, how Kakashi can summon like a hound of like a family yeah. of dogs. Yeah, yeah. Cool that's too. pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. Cool yeah. Too. Ninja dogs. Yeah, wow, that's ninja dope. dogs is lit. But like my my thing is with the bird. You know, you know how Sasuke all of a sudden had yeah. the bird, even though his contract yeah. with snakes. That's weird. You know, in that transition, he su- uh. suddenly started summoning the bird. I was like, when when did you sign that contract? You mm. know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's been answered yet. Still, eh? Because then after that, he just summoned the snakes. He went back to snakes. Ah, snake would be pretty cool too, like a giant snake. Mm, Fuck, nah. <laughs> then it's like a reflection of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, I was like, Somebody just, oh shit, that's me. Oh shit, I'm the snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, snakes in the jungle, wait, lazy plug, 16 Leo. Anyway, um, yeah, maybe bird. Yeah, probably some sort of flying, mm. flying one. Yeah, definitely bird. I reckon bird I can do some aerial attacks You know what I'm saying right. If there's like a nuclear warhead coming We'll just fly out of there You know what I mean Yo World War 3 <laughs> Fuck Living you on know, a bird you know, dude. you know where to go man Alvin's got some birds in the sky Yo yo I'm right. talking phoenix I'm talking hawk Eagle What's another majestic bird <laughs> Alright we have like a few questions left yo. Not, not too many So Uh Back in the day, you actually started off as a b-boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In your video, Body to Body, mm-hmm. you are dancing with two other b-boys. Mm-hmm. Out of you, Wuju and Johnny, who's the better b-boy? <laughs> wow, that's sad. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say anything to you. That's subjective as fuck. Nah, just um, say it, just say it. Just have your opinion. I mean, I guess like, what, you mean like now though? Or like back then, in that moment? Let's just say in that moment. In that moment? Because you'll right. probably be more then than now. Yeah, it's definitely more yeah. then than now. Um, yeah, you did start off as a b-boy after shuffling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Went straight into breaking after shuffling. Um, it's hard because like, we're all really great at different things. Like yeah. Johnny was great at power. Yeah. Like he, he could fucking pop a windmill and straight into like yeah. crickets into another flare and shit and Wuju could do the same but he was a bit more like style oriented as well he was very like he had a lot of footwork um I kind of just I think it'd be between Wuju and Johnny mm. in, in, in that time because yeah. that back then I was still kind of training mm. and I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't as confident I yeah. should say like I could do some of the things that they can do and you know have a bit of my own flavor but I, I was never confident about it in that time so yeah i'd say either wuju or johnny but then if you're gonna ask for my personal opinion um i think johnny's better at power yeah but as an overall b-boy i I liked wuju style better yeah yeah (laughs) what about now what about now now? oh say you know it's me bro (laughs) it's big boy the bro elvin (laughs) oh gee does Wuju still dance? I've seen, I saw him dance a few times. Um, now. Yeah, I, I lost contact with him for a while, and then um, he started up this this weekly dance class thing um, oh. that Connor was at, and I, I got to catch up with him a few times. Um, but yeah, he's a little bit under the radar again, not really sure. But yeah, if you're listening, hit me up, bro. You good to catch up. But, um, yeah. Shout out to Wuju. Yeah. Bro, fuck. Okay, story about Wuju. Wuju, you gotta <laughs> stop. Okay. <laughs> You have to stop busting out power at the end of every class. Hi, <laughs> bro. Does he do that? Yeah. At the end of every class, like, you know how um, uh, you finish the quarry mm-hmm. and then you have a freestyle Lazy or, freestyle, you, yeah, or yeah. you hop off? He mm. always bust out like a windmill and shit. Oh, yo, let's <laughs> go, dude. <laughs> bro, Uju, you can't do that at the end of every class. <laughs> Switch it up, man. That's like, um, 
Uh, but no, no shade. But like, yeah. that's like one of the bros. Um, in in Young ID, uh, yeah. Travis, I think it is. Yeah. He does like he does like lazy flips, like a gainer or something, oh. in the freestyles, like in class. Yeah. I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> shit, man. Like that's cool and all. I seen you do that a few times. Hey, my, my back's done the hurt. Like watching you do that. But um, it's cool. It's cool to show off what you can do for sure. But definitely got to find ways to you know mix it up. Yo, Travis. He did <laughs> basically. He said switch it up. Cause you're getting old. Yeah, getting old, bro. Try new things. Yeah. Venture away. Now, but he's cool. He's easy. I've seen him. I see him lab a lot. Even at um, Swaggy's training the other night, uh, he was he was labbing on himself, um, which is what's important, especially yeah. with the young ones. You gotta always up your arsenal. Mm. And especially at that young too, like you can absorb so much. Mm, mm. It's a lot harder now, man. <laughs> mm. Oh fuck! This one, this one. I just wrote it in. This is a shout out to William. Uh, <laughs> and can't keep running. Your BTS video, William fails a backflip. <laughs> and he failed it really bad. <laughs> Whoa, so bad. That's that's pretty much it. That was the <laughs> whole question. That was the whole question. William, you just suck. Yeah, bro. you I just can't suck, believe, bro. I can't believe you fucked it up for bro, Alvin's video. Don't ever flip again, eh, in my video. <laughs> See, that was I I'll just tell you the story. That was yeah. it was the funniest thing ever. Cause you know what all I told him to do? Oh. All I told him to do was run to me at the camera. Yeah. That was it. I was like, yeah, just run towards me. I'll run backwards. And yeah. he's like, yo, sweet. And he starts running and he's like, yeah. Uh, uh, and then he does a round off and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, he's just playing around. Yeah. And he jumps up and he flips and I'm like, oh shit, he actually <laughs> did it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro goes face and shoulders oh. first into the ground. And I'm like, Bro, are you all good? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all good. <laughs> I was like, no, you're not, dude. That was intense. Because like, it was, um, it was on a track run, like track rope. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not bouncy, but it's a bit soft. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, man, I feel a bounce, bro. And yeah. he just got too confident, eh? And went for a flip. And yeah, that's what happened. Caked it. They caked it, bro. Caked it. <laughs> nah, edit that out. We don't even want to shout you out, William. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. It's all love. Alright, last last question for the first half. Last question for the first half. Yo. In overtime, Yo. you are having a brief monologue with William about how you always put in that work for your <laughs> missus. Yeah, bro. Always put in that work. Hells yeah. Alright, out of these options... Which one are you most likely to do to which one are you least likely to do? Right. All right. So one, uh, give her a massage. Mm-hmm. Two, buy her flowers. Mm-hmm. Three, do her dry cleaning. Yep. Four, give her a scrub down because she's mad stinky. <laughs> mad stinky. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fucking lie, bro. I died, man. That was a roast, dude. Cease, bro. Clean yourself up, dude. Ah, bro, I remember when I was watching, I was like, yo, shit, damn. I was, I was, I was searching the comments, like, yo, CC, what are you going to say about this? <laughs> Alright. So, those are the four, and then the next sub-question after that is, what is your top love language? Okay. Yeah. And just just most likely and least likely? Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to... Yeah, out of those four that I listed, oh, okay. so, yeah. Uh, most likely, massage, because I, I always massage her anyway, randomly, spontaneously. Oh, um, fuck it. I don't put it yeah, that work. You know, you know she like put her leg on um her foot on my leg just to like a leg rest and yeah. I was like, oh, yo, do a lazy foot massage. Wow. That's what I do, you know what I'm saying? What a mess. <laughs> MVP, man. I actually like it because I used to um, massage my mum. Yeah. A lot, like um, when I was a kid, mm. like with her friends around and she would just be like, yeah, come here, come here. And she'd just show me off like as a fucking prize child. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm massaging my mum, you know. And yeah, so I guess I kind of got into that habit. And she even like, um, when I was younger, she used to pay me $5 to give her like a full like back massage oh, for like 30 minutes. And so, 
yeah, for me, then I was already kind of understanding the the value of money, even if it was just that small amount. I knew that you had to work for money, kind of thing. So it was cool. Uh, least likely, probably. Uh, what are the other options again? The flowers, flowers dry, dry cleaning, cleaning, and scrub down. Scrub down. Um, probably dry cleaning, eh? Mm. Yeah, that's too much work. <laughs> I buy flowers, you know. That's that's kind of a standard for me. If if we're going on like a big date or something, I would definitely buy flowers. Um, scrub down. You know, you just need it, bro. You know, <laughs> like if you're stanky, you're stanky. You get in the shower. You don't need to scrub down. Alright. Um, but yeah, yeah. And then what, what was the sub question again? Sorry. Uh, what is your love language? My love language. My love yeah. language is touch. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel I'm, I'm like a physical affectionate person. Uh, so like, you know, kisses, hugs, and handhold, that kind of buzz. Yeah. Uh, it always buzzes me out when people like, they're like, oh, what's your love language? I'm like, oh, you know, like you can say like anything random, like the, the most, the most like common ones people say are like fucking quality time and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then like when someone says, oh, I like gifts or I like um, physical touch, people are like, oh, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, why are you judging someone on their yeah, love yeah, language yeah, yeah, yeah. then? Because it's not like yours. I'm like... Yeah, exactly. Well, then they're obviously not for you, you know? You don't have to think about it that yeah, deep. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like... Because yeah. they, they make all these judgments like, oh, he's probably like da-da-da. I'm like, yo, fucking relax, okay? Hard. And it, 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 I think that there's a deeper level to it. Like, when it comes to touch, it's kind of like... Well, for me, like... I have my own like insecurities and stuff like just like everyone else and for me the reason why touches my love language it's like a reassurance for me mm. it's like I know you're still into me you still love me if you you kiss me on the cheek or you hold my hand or you know mm. give me hugs and then it's like it's that that that's that for me but when it's someone like say gifts or something you know maybe maybe they grew up in a place where they didn't have much or you know and it's like for some for someone to offer a gift to them yeah. it's like oh wow you must really like me or something you know what I mean mm. so everyone has their own different like um interpretation yeah. of, of that love language yeah. you know it's like it's deeper than just the face value of yeah, touch exactly. and gift giving and all that yeah. so yeah again you can't really judge people on it because mm. they have their own circumstance and mm. how they got to where they are so yeah mm. so I'll tell you because like um, I think it's important to understand what your partner likes because if you have like oh this happened in my last relationship but, like if you have like one that's prioritized higher and then mm. their one is like on the complete opposite spectrum Mm-mm. it's kind of fucked there yeah it's definitely yeah. Fu- it's hard because yeah Cece and I had to communicate it too her one is like um, words of affection uh, so obviously yeah. there's that like I I feel love when there's like touch involved and yeah. she feels love if I say stuff like you know you're beautiful etc etc you know uh. it's that word of affection and so I didn't know that until uh. we had the conversation about it because I'm already just kind of like yeah I feel love you know and we did, mm. we're just dating we hold hand and all that stuff I'm all good but never really thought about it in her side and her aspect mm. and sorry her perspective and so to then have that conversation and to know these things it just kind of helps the relationship grow and flourish because you can now give what she wants or yeah. she can give you what you want etc mm. etc yeah. Mm. Alvin Wong put in an yeah, overtime man, man. Yeah, over t- that overtime yeah, man yes yeah, that's, that's about a girl too you know about the one girl right now <laughs> this, uh, uh, again that's a very funny video I recommend you guys check that out the <laughs> first half is crack up bro that again also improvised yeah. every line we said improvised we did one shot and just made up a random script and bounced off each other and then the other two shots where it's like oh sorry we did the, the wide one first and we just kind of winged it mm. and then when we did the close up ones we are just like fuck we have to remember what we said eh? and we mm-hmm. just tried to like mold the previous conversation we had in that first shot into the other two shots mm-hmm. and editing was kind of okay because we just tried to remember what we said it was like okay flowers 
uh, dry cleaning or massage or something and then the bath and as long as we had those key points then we could kind of recreate the conversation so yeah another spontaneous thing bts bts bro and that concludes the first half of the podcast thanks for joining us we're gonna take a small break we'll be back soon let's go cut Welcome back, everybody. We hope you enjoyed that first half. We are now moving on to the last half of the episode and getting into the real dance questions that you are here for. Okay, question number one. Let's go. Who are you right now as a dancer and how did you get here from the start of your journey to now? Who I am as a dancer now? Um, well, I guess, yeah, probably best to start from the beginning. Um, when in year nine, I uh, got into shuffling. Uh, even even before then, I um, I always loved dance. Like I appreciated dance. Like mm. I watched shows like ABDC mm. and all that. The first season I watched was season three with Quest Crew, mm. and that instantly sparked my love for breaking as yeah. well because they were just like crazy on the tricks, crazy on the breaking. Mm. Um, so in year nine, I was shuffling and did a little sea walking as well. And then uh, in year ten, Wuju introduced me to break dancing, and I was like, "Wow, this is the coolest thing ever!" And I like decided to jump in on it as well. Mm. Um, and I'll be completely transparent, you know, I did it to pick up tricks, but you know, like, as, as we, as bro, we bro, all did, bro, bro, we have like, the same fucking story, bro. I watched Quiz <laughs> Crew too, I started shuffling too, and yeah, then yeah. I did it for girls as well. Yeah, yeah. man, like, it's just, I'm just a young, young teen boy, you know, well, what do you want from me, you know, bro. all I know is school and girls and games, you know, oh, um, and so that's also why I learned how to flip and all that, but I think as I grew older, I started to develop that deeper yeah. the love for the passion of the movement and all that. Uh, but I didn't start, um, I'd say, choreography until <coughs> like year 11. Yeah. Um, uh, then the first piece I learned was from uh, one of my seniors at the time, um, Token, Token Veloso. Oh, fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hey, taught what school did you go to? Pakuranga. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I learned from him and we did bring it on for... Actually, that year, I broke my collarbone. So I was in Bring It On, and then I broke it like a month before Bring It On, and then so I couldn't compete. So my first year actually ever competing in anything dance-related was in 2012, uh, for when I was year 12, yeah. for Bring It On. Actually, no, 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 I just remembered. I have performed before. In primary school, um, I watched my brother do this thing. I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a thing where um, different schools, like... I think it was a competition, I'm not sure, but they like just performed one night and just danced. Um, stage challenge? Nah, it wasn't a stage challenge, it was like primary schools and intermediate mm. schools. It's like um, uh, school something, I don't know. But I have the DVD for it, which I... Production? Like, hope I don't find it, because <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. But that's when I, that's actually my first experience of dance in primary school. Um, I watched my brother do it and I thought it was cool, so I did it myself. Mm. Um, yeah, I was really shit, man. I was like, if you watch the video, I was at least a half count behind yeah. with people. So people that say I'm good now or whatever, like, bro, I've come a long fucking way. You know what I mean? Um, and even then, I still think i got a long way to go. But, um, sorry, what was I? 2012, yeah. So I got into Bring It On. Um, and at the end of that year, I joined a studio, uh, yep. which is Carter Chan. Um, dance performance studio CDPC yeah, yeah. Um, that's where I met people like Nick 
uh, Nick Hidalgo, Stephen Hidalgo, Connor, uh, Lucy. Um, yeah, I just met those guys there, and um, I and Joey. Um, I danced there for a few years. I started learning how to teach there as well. Um, and that's also when I met Josh, Josh Design and um, Chevy. They came to teach at the studio. So they were more or less my first few official kind of hip hop teachers. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, so to where I'm at now to like do collaborations with Chevy and Josh, it's like mind blowing to, to see how far I've come from that. Mm. Um, but uh, moving on with that, uh, I left the studio in 2016. Although I think 15 was my last year, and then I joined ID Co. I actually auditioned for them in 14 and 15. Yeah. Um, both years I was invited to the intensives, but both years I went overseas at the end of the year to uh, visit family because I had this thing where I go Hong Kong every year to yeah. visit family. Um, I feel like at the time, maybe if I communicated, I could have you know, worked something out, but you know, I wasn't really, I didn't really know them as much either like Josh and stuff it was it was kind of like a weird boundary for me I didn't want to put myself out there yet um, but 2016 was the year I uh, made it um, uh, dance with ID Co f from 2016 onwards till now we've done uh, I did HHI with them I did um, Dances Paradise with them I did Upgrade with them which is where I first uh, contributed a piece That's to cool. the company um, and this year we were meant to do arena another yeah. and then that's another time i collaborated with chevy and put a piece forward um which we'll be performing at the showcase at the show in august august 15th um and yeah so now where i'm at now oh, and i've done other dance things i've i've danced with uh, momentum productions yeah. and diamond um so commercial commercial dancing um i've taught at a lot of schools and I've taught at Flow, so if, uh, I knew the owner Dion, who mm. B-Boy Discover, if some if some know, he was one of the first people who taught me how to break. Mm. Uh, aside from obviously what I learned from YouTube and Wuju, yeah, um, he was my first break dancing teacher, and I've known him since high school. And I knew about him wanting to to make Flow because the first time I actually met him was at Bruce Pullman, mm. and he was this guy that was trying to crack air flares. Like that, he was just that guy there that was just trying to crack air flares. And so I got to talking to him, and I knew about his idea of flow mm. um and then to see it come to fruition it was just crazy that he made it happen and he opened run branch and then now he's opened another branch in albany which is great um so i've taught hip-hop there a couple times and used the facilities um taken like swaggernauts there to like practice blow-ups and that mm. kind of stuff so it's really cool to have that bridge um and yeah in terms of dance that's that's pretty much my whole story as of now i've done a few k-pop submissions with id co and jacob yard and yeah. todd um oh i did um kyle's show kyle yeah. tootson's show a million moves that was a dope experience it's very um interesting very interesting very long hours and um we we made the stage as well on the day which was again crazy experience um yeah, would love to do something like that again. Um, but yeah, I've done I've done quite a lot of things. Um, would love to choreograph for a show or something one day, which is what we're doing. But I mean, more like a like an artist show. That'd be cool. Um, so what's the first question? What am I? What What am I as a dancer? Was it or who yeah, I like am? Just where are you right now? Oh, where am I right now? We've kind of talked about how you got here. So mm -hmm. like right now, I guess right now, like I'm just a dancer and choreographer for ID Co. Mm -hmm. Mainly, mm -hmm. um, and then also I kind of just do things on the side for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm always 
I still consider myself a student, always learning. I have um, Steezy, um, and then also just kind of jam on my own practice um, foundations and movements and just freestyle. I freestyle a lot, lot more than I used to, just to kind of get into it. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's just choreographer and dancer. Yeah. You know that um, when you're talking about your million moves thing, mm. it's like long hours and stuff. What, like, how how was that whole show experience? Because I've heard a few people that have done like those um, long, intense hour kind of things that um, physically it doesn't like physically their organs of it, but it's more like a mental toll than mm. anything else. So mm. how how do you feel about it? I think it's um, yeah, it's very subjective. It's it just depends on the person. Uh-huh. Like for me, it was kind of cool. Um, yeah like the long hours there are a lot of times where you're not needed yeah and you kind of just sit there uh, and you either sit there or you run something or you know and you just used when you're needed and that's yeah. just kind of like show life like you're not going to be in the whole show yeah. um so the long hours to me mentally it gets a bit like i don't know like boring not boring but like because it's cool to watch you yeah. know sometimes but there are moments where it's just kind of like wow i've been sitting here for two hours and i haven't been used it you know what i mean and that that itself can drain you you know what i mean because it's it's like a it's like an insecure thing it's like oh shit am i obviously it's you're overthinking yourself but these are the thoughts i've had sometimes it's like oh shit am i not needed am i not good enough for this set or like you know what i mean like i i got in actually really late i got in like two weeks before the show Mm. and i learned like fuck like four or five pieces on the first day and it was just like whoa that's that's a lot of shit yeah man yeah so the first session in was really stressful for me i didn't even think about the hours or think about anything like that i was just focused on cracking these hard as fuck sets like um and then after that it kind of started to flow more naturally i was on like the same kind of level as the other guys and stuff we knew the same or what we needed to know in the show and then it was a bit more chill and there was a bit more like camaraderie in there and we kind of just had like had moments where we can like leave and get a coffee just Mm -hmm. chat come back and chill so overall it was a great experience Mm -hmm. it was just like yeah the long hours yeah depends on the person Mm -hmm. and for me it was all good it was all good because for me i'm a great a bigger picture guy like i know that my part of the show is gonna add to the show as a whole Mm -hmm. and so i just got to not complain whether i'm in a lot or not in a lot or whatever and just just do my best yeah it's a good mentality you have thanks man um question two uh since you studied filmmaking what is an underrated aspect that dancers should work on in their videos to produce a better product underrated oh well let's um, see like we'll do one underrated and then we'll just say uh, another part of this question is like what are the top things that people should be looking out for in their videos to make it like better I think first of all, if you're talking about just a video, you need to look at what you want to achieve from that video. Mm. So like, for example, like, you know, the kind of guy, I'm very spontaneous. So if I have an idea, I'm just going to chuck it out and try it. Um, And then there comes to about little to no preparation. But then there's times where I'm like, for example, Cruel, where I chucked in all of this preparation, Mm. you know what I mean? Because I wanted to just make sure that the visuals spoke what I wanted to speak, you know. And um, so I think the first thing you need to uh, do when it comes to making a video is know your intention, know what you want to achieve from it. Like, for example, if you want to highlight the movement, Mm. then, you know, then that needs to be your priority in the video. Like, um, maybe not do as many cuts or or, um, pick angles that will, you know, 
elevate your movement make it look bigger so i guess an underrated thing i think is yeah. is angles uh, and focal length like like um movement you know how like in real life it's yeah. like like you watch say something like keone or something in a video it's like fuck it's amazing but then you watch it in real life and then it's like 50 times even more amazing you know what i mean and it's like how why does it look not as intense in person than it does in video and i think it's the reason of that is because in the moment there's like emotion involved mm. and it's like it's very captivating to see something happen in real life mm. um i saw him in summer jam in 26 uh, 17 and it was just like wow and then i saw the video and i was like oh yeah it's just i remember it i remember mm. it as i saw it but it's just not the same and that's obviously because they were just showcasing the Kari and it yeah. wasn't like a concept video or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so the thing you need to, like if, if it's just choreography and visuals that you're focusing on, then it needs to, I think the thing that's underrated the most is like angles. Um, like if you had a low angle, you have a bigger subject, you know, mm -hmm. you look bigger, but that's very subjective based on what your car is like yeah. if you're very like anthony lee and just small kind of thing that that probably won't work for you and you're mm. looking at more something like a wide shot where you can see everyone mm. um but if you're something like um like brian doing some floor move and going to some like bigger move up here yeah. then you like maybe a low angle would look nice because there's mm. that like there's that motion that you can capture through that um lighting is also probably actually you know what cancel everything i just said lighting is the most uh. underrated thing lighting sets the mood for everything man like lighting is so important um if you don't have good light then that already affects your your camera work like it doesn't expose as nice like it's harder for a camera to expose if there's like poor lighting um and you can just see the quality of video improve when there's good lighting like when you watch a movie and you know those scenes where it's like someone the actor is sleeping in bed yeah. but it's still kind of lit mm. so you can see because obviously in real life if you're in bed and it's dark you can't see shit yeah but all of a sudden you can see the actor but it still feels like it's dark mm. you know what i mean and it's that's the illusion of light light you can set any mood with light and like uh i think people don't utilize it enough because like with light you can trick the viewer into thinking it's natural light when it's really just the light you add like for example you can set a light up outside this window yeah and make it seem like the sun is beaming in mm. when really it's not it's just you putting a light outside mm. if it's like say nighttime and you want to create something that looks like daytime you know so and that can change everything in a dance video for example if you wanted to shoot uh something that looked like was in the day but it was in night. obviously you can do this kind of stuff in post but the more you do on set with light mm. the easier it is in post yeah yeah so lighting super important mm. so that'll make your dance better Oh, lighting and angles. Yeah. I think lighting more than angles, to be honest. Like, lighting is it's in a realm of its own. Like, even I have trouble setting up lights sometimes, like, because there's just so much you can do. Like, there's there's times where I'm like, yo, I want one big key light in the front, yeah. and then, like, maybe a couple lights in the back to just, like, light up the, the subject or separate the wall from the subject, you know? And then, but then I'll look at it, and I'm like, ah. It's not that nice and then I'm like, okay i gotta set it up again change it maybe two lights coming in and i want to cross shadow and then i have one in the back that just cancels out that and then you know you just kind of go from there and then that is a long process because you know you got to like set up the stand set up the lights plug it in and then if you want to move it you got to switch it off and move it again and so that side i'd say you know how i was talking about spontaneity and, yeah. and being prepared i think that side is 
you should be super prepared for mm. in terms of just being onto it on set and being like okay i need to put it here i need to put it here it's mm. not going to work okay cool move it here move it here move it here and yeah i see um oh it's cool hearing this because uh i'm like uh comparing it to my i'm trying to like work it into how i should work like in the future as well mm -hmm. because a lot of the times when i'm thinking about like my dance videos um the hardest thing like the only thing i really have to worry about is like choreographer is just location because mm. um pretty much whenever i talk to tommy about our videos like it's pretty much he, he'll, he'll like he'll think about all the shots and stuff i just need to figure out like what location will fit best, best with my um what i want in yeah. my head yeah, yeah yeah so i think like that one where i filmed in the gazebo yeah that the pagoda looking thing eh? yeah i love that piece bro right, that was, that yeah. and you know respect. what and it took us like two shots. Yeah, that was just two shots because we were just like we were feeling it, and we we're just like on the day we're on we're on like um, what's that on task? Mm. You know, we just mm. clicked. But you know, what's crack up as, um, during that shot there was like two there was two random couples on the side, so on our right side there was a couple that was um drinking, and they just met each other like um. Like they've been like uh, long distance lovers, right, right, and they reconnected with each other like this year, and they was just drinking. And I was like, oh, yo, that's cool. But that's a good story because yeah. like obviously we're filming, so we're just like you know just bantering with them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other side is just like just two Asian kids just like making out and shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, you know the change students yeah. that are like yeah, yeah, hard yeah. out, you yeah. know, oh, bro, like hacking on each other. I definitely know. So like, shit, you don't see it, but. In our shot, like if you if you just turns like just a little bit, you just see either people drinking or you see like two kids making out. It's like fuck, <laughs> bro. That's crack up. I never knew that. That's that's fuzzy. Yeah, I, yeah. Location is a hard mm. thing too. It's like if you're not doing something official where you have a permit or something mm. where you can actually vacate everyone on set. It's like you just gotta work with what you can. Mm. And like sometimes you can ask and be like, hey, can you, you know, leave for a few shots or, you know, you just kind of live with it and you just try to avoid them, you know, and yeah. yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I think, I think I was just, I think I was just kind of like expressing that it is hard. So, you know, when you work with um, choreographers and they're asking mm -hmm. you for like um, to film a video for them, mm -hmm. do you prefer if they have, um, do, they, do you prefer if they have like a set idea or do you want to do it yourself? In terms of like the film side, yeah, like um, do you like it if they come in like, oh hey, I want this here, this here, this here, or do you like it? Do you prefer if they're like, oh, this is the choreo? They'll give you like just a normal video of the choreo, and they'll be like, okay, what do you want from us? Or My personal opinion is, um, <coughs> the less work I need to do, the easier. So uh, obviously, if you're prepared and you know yeah. what you want, yeah. then I can do that for you. Uh -huh. And in fact, it's actually rewarding because, um. It's, it's easy for me to be like, here, you show me this video and I'm like, okay, I got some ideas. I'll yeah. do like a wide shot, this shot, this shot, et cetera, et cetera, you know. And that's easy for me because that's like habit to me that yeah. I'm used to doing that for my videos or mm. for someone else that I know or that's close to me. Um, but it's rewarding when someone comes to you with uh, ideas already in their head, yeah. but they can't flesh it out. And then you flesh it out for them and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, that looks cool. Or like if they're like, oh, maybe if you do this and that at this part and then I'll do it and then they're like oh wow it's so cool it's uh, that that kind of like feeling I get from them is, is yeah. rewarding to me it's like a sense of gratitude mm -hmm. and I'm like yo I did a good job because doing me is doing is easy because yeah. you know it's me but doing someone else's work for them with their vision in mind mm -hmm. is just as if, if not more rewarding I think okay. and yeah so I guess to answer the question I would prefer if someone else had ideas in mind so less work for me and i'm more just focused on helping create your vision have you ever had to work with someone that just has shit ideas 
shit like I think they're shit ideas? Yeah, like you think they're shit ideas that you wouldn't do, but then you just had to do it anyway? Or, or do you just say straight up like, oh, hey, this is actually a bad idea. Like, we should shoot, shoot it differently. Yeah, I definitely have. But I just, I just do it anyway. Because uh, sometimes when you're dealing with artists, they're yeah. very adamant on their vision. Uh, you know, it's okay to have input sometimes, yeah. but like, uh, it just, <laughs> again, depends on the person you're dealing with. Um, but yeah, there's been times where I've, um, where there's ideas that are pitched to me and I'm yeah. kind of like, not really possible or yeah. like, I don't think it'll kind of work out in post, but uh, I'll just do it anyway to kind of satisfy uh, the client or the person I'm working with. And then from there, if they like it and I don't like it, it doesn't really fucking matter what I think because uh, it's not my video, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> definitely had that but it, there's not really much you can do because yeah. like at the end of the day you're working for someone and not mm. with someone if you're working with someone then yeah. yeah by all means interject you know what i mean like mm. if there's if it's been established that it's a collaborative effort then you need to like mm. assert yourself into the situation even if you're just a videographer and you're talking with a choreographer or something you know what i mean oh that's dope i totally forgot about that aspect of um, a collaborative um effort because mm -hmm. i think that would save a lot of trouble as well when you're trying to um Trying to work with someone? Yeah. yeah that's me. Ozzy. Good information to know. Yeah, yeah. Alright, moving on. Question three. What is the best advice on your journey that you've received to help you grow? Man, I've been given a lot of advice in my time, eh? I don't I don't know what was like a the best or like a turning point. Um, but I can list a few, yep. like maybe like two or three. That's really oh. good um, for me, because there's my dancing reached different stages and different times. Yep. Um, so let's say, for example, um, with with teaching, yeah, because um, I was given some advice from both Jacob and Josh, and um, the one that Jacob gave me was um, to kind of like slow down with mm -hmm. my teaching and break things down. Um, that was when I, I think maybe it was like my third or fourth ID class. Yeah. And um, in my head, I was like, oh yeah, yeah I'm teaching all good. I know my counts, etc., mm. etc. But like, even to, for someone like Jacob, who's you know fucking great yeah. dancer, you know what I mean? He was saying stuff like, uh, it might help you know to slow down and pull back and just like drill certain moments and certain parts of the choreography that will help it'll help people like kind of get used to it and learn it mm. and i wasn't used to the drilling side because i haven't really taken many crews mm. at that point and like um to me i didn't really think about it like that i just thought of it like open class this is my piece this is what i'm gonna share with you yeah. and then you know take it with it how you, how you will you know and then just go on from there so mm. yeah i think my teaching developed over time um nowadays i'm, I'm very like um very conscious about what the what the students think mm. um josh's um josh had the similar advice he said just um take a piece and just kind of drill it and drill it and drill it um which if you've taken a class from josh you'll notice mm. that he does that a lot and yeah. like his iso phrases he'll do this one phrase over and over again until it becomes comfortable um and yeah i think those two pieces of advice helped shaped my teaching how it is now mm. Um, in terms of just dance, I don't know who really gave me this advice, but it was just, uh, I think it's very generic. It's, um, you just got to dance because you love it and not because you're trying to be cool. 
mm. or you're trying to like because if you want to be cool that's fine you know because i started breakdancing to be cool mm. to like you know pick up chicks and shit mm. and that's fine but if you want to improve you have to have a more meaningful intention mm. and for me i wanted to be at the time initially i wanted to be the best i want to be the best there was you know what i mean i just thought yeah. i try everything dabble everything and just be number one but it wasn't realistic to me to do that in everything you yeah. know what i mean my body can't handle it you yeah. know and so um the important thing is to just do what resonates with you and what you love and just not care about anyone else thinking about it because like with breakdancing for example i stopped uh like training training in breakdancing um because i felt the passion was more towards like hip-hop and choreography and all that yeah um but i still love to break and i'll still dabble and still do it um and that's because and like in my freestyles too you'll notice i go on the ground a lot and do a lot of like thready shit and like footwork and that's just because i love it i don't care if it's gonna smash or not like to me it feels good to do mm. i think yeah i think that's really important advice is do what feels good yeah solid yeah because if it doesn't feel good then you know, why are you doing it you know mm. it's also worse advice if you want it. worst advice yeah this actually seems from originally this question was um originally i planned this question where it was meant to be uh because there was a gap between your last video that you posted and like um there was like a th uh, three-year gap where you just didn't post any dance videos but there was like major growth in that time but i just i generalized it down to what was the most thing that helped you grow mm. so what was, what was like the worst thing because I've, I've heard some really bad advice from people whenever i ask them after class yeah what's what's an example can i have an example of like a worst advice <sighs> you heard? Fucking, uh. I don't want to name the name, but yeah, we'll we we both know this person, and <laughs> okay, tell me the advice, and I'll let you know. I was like so triggered, and I heard it. I was I was like triggered as I was like, yeah, hey, bro, uh, I just wanted some advice for class because um, I was having trouble at the specific part. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh yeah, bro, you just gotta take more classes. Yeah, she asked. Oh, I think when you figure out who it is, you're gonna be surprised of why he said it. Okay, well, just to just to run off of that, I think that's a good piece of advice but it's in context like with your situation when you yeah. asked about a specific part then yeah. that's shit advice you yeah, know what exactly. I mean like well what's the point of taking more class if you just needed help in this one mm. section of your piece of like choreography or whatever it yeah. is you know um yeah never that's shit advice that's bro. Dog, okay, that's, that's, dog, so dog. Dog. that's, that's like you're not even paying attention <laughs> to you bro yeah that's another thing with teaching yeah. I'm, I'm very yeah that's what I I, I used to just kind of like focus on myself yeah. to make sure I'm doing it right but now I just kind of prepare beforehand and know that I want to do it right and I just like look around the room more mm. importantly because like like a lot of the young ones um, like that I, I teach now in ID there's um, this development crew called I2D yeah. I used to teach some of them at, at Carter Chan yeah. and so they come up to me with advice I mean asking for advice sometimes mm. and so n because of that I'm so much more conscious about watching others so mm. that I can give that advice yeah. where I can but only when I'm in the position to do so if it's yeah. just kind of like Sometimes you'll ask me for advice and I'm like, it's not even my car. And I'm like, uh, hit it, hit, hit this harder, pop harder. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, you know. Um, but fuck, worst advice. That's really a hard one because I'm the, I'm the type of guy to, to see the good in everything. Mm. Like, I, I'm very like, I'm like a pushover, but not a pushover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I like to, I'm a people pleaser in the oh. sense that. I'm kind of like devil's advocate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. see yeah, the yeah. good in, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so 
because I'll always try to find a way to apply what is said to me, even if it is shit. Yeah. So I guess it's for me, it's hard to kind of think about what was shit advice. Because mm. sometimes if it's shit advice and I try to apply it and nothing happens and I'll just move on from it, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, this isn't going to help me. I need to find something else. Um, so yeah, fuck, I don't know, hey. Like Justin Dance? Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> life, life advice. <laughs> Bad life advice. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just, just sleep with everyone. You're all good, bro. Um, ah, shit. Bad, oh, no, I don't think I've ever been given bad dance advice um, yeah like honestly yeah I don't really think I've I surround I think I surround <coughs> myself around a lot of really insightful mm. people in the industry mm. and yeah I haven't really had a moment where I've been given like poor advice or advice that isn't relevant to the situation mm. yeah solid yeah sorry I couldn't answer that one it's <laughs> all good because it's, it's just like um, it's just as well just a counterpart because I was playing a devil's advocate too I'm like mm-hmm. okay what's the best and then what's the worst because it might be interesting for yeah people, oh no definitely yeah, yeah man onto it alright um, who are your biggest influences and then a, a sub question after that is who do you learn from the most not in terms of like who do you learn from in terms of like um, mass wise like because you've probably learned from like more ID people than anybody else mm-hmm. but like, like who do you actually learn from the most in terms of like what is effective like what is truly effective and makes mm. you think like oh this guy knows the stuff like mm-hmm. I am actually learning from him mm. or her sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> sexist <bro. laughs> oh, misogynist uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah um, uh, wait sorry the question was who I look up to right yeah, yeah, biggest yeah influences like, biggest and influence. let's just say like from the start like cause I, I've seen because I, I watched all of um, Alvin's videos so I've, I kind of have a uh, rough idea of his influences mm. I'm pretty sure they're similar to mine as well yeah, yeah but, <laughs> but I can just, already just, feel it yeah like um, initially yeah. definitely Brian Puspos yeah that's um, cool. yeah I think you me and Will have the exact yeah. same in that in that sense because like yeah when we both made it on the Instagram I was like yo <laughs> yeah. I'm Brian Puspos on Instagram yo Brian if you listen to this you're the man dude yo um, but yeah uh, definitely Brian he was very mm very um up there in my influences i think earlier um to me because um when token taught me he taught a set to like a virgin again which chris brown oh, yeah. and brian also had a set to that mm. and um token was the one who who showed me the video and i was like fuck who is this dude like this guy's a man like an asian guy like mm. killing like choreography like yep. or it was even back then it was super intricate like mm. there's a lot of pro- thought process going on in this movement um and wordplay i love wordplay but um yeah, the thing with me is since I don't really have any foundation training aside from breakdancing, so for yeah. me to make that transition from breaking to like choreography, it was hard for me to figure things out, especially yeah. when I'm trying to play with wordplay. It's like, yeah. what is even considered dance mm. and what, what is considered just like a movement and I'm trying to like convey this wordplay. And so going through that journey was, was hard, even though he was a big influence for me. And then from there, I guess like... Um, uh, Chevy, Chevy was a big influence. Uh, I know we we're not we we're talking about mass and stuff, but like, honestly, like since he was one of my first few like um, teachers, I, like I really resonated with with what he was teaching and then how he like explains movements and qualities. And because of him, I and and Josh and stuff, and even Simon, Simon Water, because of them, I understood how to use my body more. And yeah. and it's like about 
giving a lot and also pulling back and picking moments and and from them i learned that so big influence from those guys um which then helped me shape my influence that i get from brian mm. to, to create the pieces that i have now mm. which i'm not saying they're like a carbon copy of of what no, brian does it's, it's just, more just it's just a product of like everything that you've learned mm, you know? yeah 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 exactly um i think nowadays um a big big influence in my life um would be riley riley yeah. born he's just super knowledgeable um and he's a great teacher um <laughs> like when he when he take well, like i'm gonna be completely honest like sometimes in classes i get real complacent like i just in the back and i'm like i just learn a car and like and especially id class like i just like i'm like official dj so i kind of just do the music uh, yeah. and so i'm always in this corner and i kind of just learn from the corner and i, I don't really dive into the class as much yeah but when i'm learning from riley and this has been a reoccurring thing that's why i can say that he's a big influence but every time i've taken this class yeah. i've had to really try yeah. and like really push myself to really yeah. like achieve what he wants to see in us as the students mm. and so yeah big ups to riley um who else um i guess those are like the main big ones uh when it comes to just like inspiration and movement um, I like people like Trevor, Trevor Takamoto. I, I like just so smooth. And um, who else is there? Um, yeah, who, are you? Who, who do I used to watch in the day? Oh, Ian, Ian Eastwood, for sure. Like, wordplay. Like, all the word players out there, man. Like, I just I watched all of them. Um, Jun, Jun Kamada. Um, yeah, I guess those are the main kind of influences the time um, what was the sub question sir i think it was no that was the sub question oh right <laughs> like, you learn from the most and then oh, i think yeah. that comes down to uh, riley should be and stuff. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, you're not supposed to to me like um i i have two answers to like um two of, two of your points that you made um one of them was the carbon copy right like mm. you're not a carbon copy um i was talking with trevor I talk Ooh, with Trevor Tuckerman. I talk Trevor Tuckerman. Talks with my um, biggest influence. Let's <laughs> <one of my laughs> <laughs> right, go. Because so, um, uh, I was on a Zoom call with um, him, uh, Taryn Cheng, mm -hmm. and my Zoom group from The Drop. Mm. And uh, so we were just asking him questions because uh, Taryn brought him in as like a special guest. Right. And um, I remember we were talking about like how he tries to be authentic and stuff and then he actually said that like um that it's okay to copy others because um just because someone like if you copy someone you're not going to be exactly like them because mm. it's, it's impossible right yeah yeah and then he said because he has so many teachers he's not afraid to look like um certain parts of all of them right right and that like he, he also said that people are actually like afraid to copy people mm. but that's actually um that's actually like a wrong way to think yeah actually actually going off that like um there's there's that whole thing especially with breaking there's like the whole biting thing mm. and so like but the thing is like I, I, can't, I can't remember who i heard this from but it was like it's not really biting it's like it's like eating mm. because you want to like eat yeah that and then grow from it you yeah. know what i mean like it, it's, it's like about yeah, it. yeah 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 you're not like biting it and then just stealing it it's yeah. more just like you you bite it yeah. you eat it and then you just kind of use that movement and you use it to grow into other things exactly yeah and that's that's exactly what you're talking about yeah. with, with trevor and stuff that's dope yeah and also as well like as a teacher it should be like it should make you feel like um 
like good when when a student actually copies your movement because mm-hmm. it shows that one they're paying attention mm-hmm. and two they actually respect you enough to like want to copy it yeah and they're not gonna look exactly like you they're gonna take it and then they'll make it their own someday but f- as for right now if they just look a little bit like you i don't know i think that's okay yeah honestly. yeah definitely yeah. i know trevor <laughs> <laughs> he does trevor i'm jealous man and uh um, that's fire Oh, bro, you know, crack up. Like, uh, there was a question that people were asking Trevor. Well, one of the students was like, "Oh, hey, Trevor. Um, how do you make it in like uh, LA? Like, how do you be a choreographer? And like, how do I, how do I get to know choreographers so that I can start dancing with them?" Mm. And then uh, Trevor was pretty much like, "Oh, you just be their friend, because like he was a That's the true, student though. was approaching it from an angle like, how do I, um." get to be friends with a choreographer so that I can like dance with them one mm-hmm. day but then you know it's just like they're choreographers but they're also people man it's yeah like, yeah yeah exactly the fact of the matter is they're people and yeah. like yeah. For after that question I, I straight up I was like yo Trevor can I be your friend <laughs> and then Trevor was like got you bro I'm like yo let's go dude <sighs> that's the one but it's true though like it's it's your I think it's the mentality of, of teacher and student you're just kind of putting mm. the teacher on this kind of pedestal that doesn't exist mm. because at the end of the day yeah like you said we're all just people yeah. and I, I'm I'm a culprit of that too like when I went to summer jam like when I first met Keone and stuff for yeah. the first time like fuck man I was so nervous dude mm. I was shaking like Laps and Kayla were before me and so they're like um, they went and got a photo I took the photo for them and while I was taking the photo I was like thinking of everything I could say like you know like just yeah. to make it sound like I wasn't starstruck or yeah. some shit and I was like okay sweet sweet I'm ready I'm ready gave the phone back and then I went up to them Yeah, bro completely <laughs> mind blanking and I was like oh did you even say anything yeah yeah I can't really remember what I said though it was more something like it was something like oh yeah class was was really good it was really hard uh and i think i said something about i didn't care that i made a mistake and that's how good it was or something you know like it was just inspiring and then they were just kind of like oh yeah that's good you know they're great people like Mm. you can feel that genuine energy um but yeah then i got a photo and then that was that i got away as fast as i could because i was just so nervous bro like it was crazy like yeah so it's it's hard definitely to to make friends with people like your idols and, mm. and influences and like that but it is the truth it is what you need to do because um, there was this moment as well at summer jam at the beach party yeah um actually before we took chris martin's class and um i had a, i spoke to him a little bit then and i was just kind of just like getting a photo and then just kind of getting advice and stuff yeah. and then we saw him at the summer jam uh the beach party yeah. and he said hi to me first oh, and he? i was yeah i was tripping oh. out i was like oh what's up chris i hit him with the the mr Picard, you know his um his instagram name yeah just to just to play around and he's like oh yo what's up man and then i was like yo this is cool i'm friends with chris martin <laughs> oh, no, he probably doesn't remember now but i mean like yeah it's true though you just you just have to get on the human side of things yeah. and then just not put people on pedestals wow. but yeah it was tight man oh. i was i was like yeah i'm making a friend but i'm still starstruck as hell yeah, like oh. i was dropping my nuts Dude, that's fucking tight bro because even that's you for us bro yeah yeah because we walked past each other yeah. and like i just smiled yeah. But like, like, I didn't really make eye contact. I was kind of just like, hey. and then, but he he came up and was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah." Oh. I was like, "You see that? You said hi to me, Chris said hi to me." You know, but I think that's already wrong in itself because then I'm already still putting him on that pedestal. You know, nah, I haven't, I haven't reached that friend level, but but I was like, "Yeah, guys, Chris Mata knows me." Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! That's me. That's was everybody around you just like, 
No, I don't think so. I think it was just me because we were walking from one pool to the other pool, and then yeah. he was just in the middle, and he just said hi, and I was like, ah, oh, yo, gangster. Oh, fuck, that's tight. That's tight. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Uh, never. Um, He's a cool dude, too. He's so, so like, bubbly. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Hella bubbly. Like, how he is, like, when he talks and stuff, uh, is exactly how it is in real life as well. It's nice. like, he's, he's a good representation of himself on social media. That's nice. He's good. Um, oh, it's funny, uh, as well, uh, your point about Riley. Oh, fuck. Uh, I find it so hard to learn off Riley, but it's not mm. because of, like, his quarry itself. It's, um, it's because of his music choices, eh? Right, yeah, I find, yeah, I find that some of his music choices are, like, hit and miss with me, mm-hmm. and that's all good. You know, that's just his music choice. But then whenever um, I go to his class and it's a song that I don't like, I'm like... I find it fucking hard it's as hard, it. It's so it hard to learn it because his Corey is hard enough as it is. Yep. And it's right, he does expect a lot from you and he does draw out a lot from you. But I remember this one class I went to, it was like a Travis Scott class. Mm-hmm. And I remember the song was like, bro, I hated the song so much. Eh? Yeah, yeah. But I, I liked the Corey, but I hated the song, so I was like, fuck. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's just a bit of a battle in your yeah. head, eh? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Riley, though. Riley, Yo. you're fucking one of the top dogs in the You're a fucking beast, bro. <sighs> Alright. Um, oh, you kind of kind of already answered this, but just as a clarification, as, mm. as its own question. Like, what is your number one aspect you think of when you um, teach? Um, honestly, the number one aspect I think of when I teach is if I'm teaching it well. Mm. Um, like, since recently, like in high school, up until maybe... I joined ID or yeah. like a little bit after I've always just taught like boom cat 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 you know I just made sounds and I never really counted or anything mm. um, and I guess my style of teaching developed over time and I started to understand counts and my timing mm. um, and how to articulate my timing I should say yeah. and so I take pride in understanding my timing and, and also like um, sharing it with others mm. and so the thing I look out for the most is am I like uh am i teaching what i'm teaching clear enough for the students to understand and that's probably the one thing in my head that's like the most important to me when i'm teaching because it's like if i'm not clear enough then it's not the student's fault Mm. that they're not getting the movement yeah it's mine yeah and sometimes it's the complete opposite you know sometimes it's just a student that isn't you know picking up fast enough or, or whatever um but i always have that mentality going into a class it's like how am I going to make this the most, not easy, but um, rewarding in the sense that it's easy to take away information mm. from the class for the student, you know? Yeah. Mm. I think that's most important to me and the thing nice. I think about the most when I teach. Solid, solid. Yeah, because I get real anxious say, sometimes when I teach because it's like, if I like fuck up the counts, it's like, ooh, yeah, that was bad, you know? And I, I get real like, self-conscious about it so that's why i like really take pride in understanding and knowing my timing when i teach it's it's um it's probably too because like um because because we've both taken so many classes and we've seen how much like how different some teachers are mm-hmm. and it buzzes me out when like um there's some people that um they'll teach like a whole section of kari and then they'll they'll just keep keep teaching that section of kari when like people are just like um or they'll keep moving on when people mm. are like lost mm-hmm. and I'm like what's what's the point of that like why do you do that and then mm-hmm. um, I remember I asked them one time out of class they're like let's the push them I'm like uh okay I can kind of understand yeah. like yeah. they didn't need a push but then 
obviously like some people are getting lost mm. and like do you just leave them behind or do you expect them to catch up or is that how it's meant to go or are you meant to but then is it their fault for not asking questions or is it yeah, your fault yeah. for not creating an environment yeah. that allows yeah, yeah. them to ask questions so it's, it's like it's a um, bit of both it's, it's hard you yeah. gotta gauge it in, in yeah. every situation because every situation is different mm-hmm. like like you said you pretty much brought up everything like mm-hmm. there's moments where students I can see yeah. that they're failing but I I put out there and be like, is there any questions? Is there any parts we need to like go over? And I'll still, even if no one says anything, I'll just do it anyway before I move on. Mm. So it's like, I'm a very like, oh, is this anything, any questions before yeah. we move on to the next part? I'm like, okay, yeah. sweet. Let's go from the top and then carry yeah, on. That's you know? that's and so, yeah, yeah. But, but that's just because sometimes students are too shy yeah. to really be like, oh, I'm struggling because they're going to feel like they're inadequate mm. compared to other students. So yeah it's hard and then it goes back to the whole creating a safe environment safe space to be able to do so but then it's even like like for example going to something like bindi's class or something right like she's created an amazing space where it's safe for everyone to kind of just like come in and do their thing but it's you still don't really get many questions from from the students and i think that's just like just how people are they're just like they don't want to overstep maybe and that's that's my opinion though but yeah I also feel like as well, um, uh, it's like when you're learning from someone new mm. or like they're doing something different with your body that you don't normally do, it's like you don't really understand what you don't understand. Mm-hmm. And um, if there's anyone out there that's like still beginning, even if it's like a small thing that you don't get, just bring it up. Like it can be something yeah, like so minuscule, but like these small things that you don't understand, like they'll help you fill in the fill in the blanks mm. and then like little by little you're just filling in like a you're filling in like a picture right yeah. and then once you get like a whole picture going then yeah you're good Ooh, andy with the imagery bro that was right. tight you know who that told me tight. that who? it was uh jesse jesse elliott oh yo yeah because he told me as well um he said that um as a choreographer all he's trying to do is just um color in the color in the photo to mm. what song he's doing mm-hmm. so if the song has like um if he feels like the song has a lot of body here yeah he'll like fill in like a like i don't know like a generous color or something like he explained it like that was, oh shit wow that's that's hella artistic yeah. that's and then dope. as well like with students you're trying to figure out what's missing in them and you're trying to fill in that blank for them mm-hmm. so that they can they can kind of make the connection themselves and then i was like yeah. oh fuck definitely buzzy that is so buzzy that's cool shout out jesse man oh, oh. bad um what video piece are you most proud of oh actually is it that's cool right yeah yeah it's definitely yeah. cool sweet should we yeah. just leave it at that yeah yeah i think that's yeah, good sweet. not really much i mean yeah, talk about cool yeah, a lot like, um because like these questions they kind of were answered before but i didn't realize that they were nah, that's all good you can still brush past them i see that uh what is your preferred dance space do you prefer being in a room jamming on the dance floor in a battle or on stage the most and what have you gained from each environment oh, wow okay my where do i prefer um it really just depends on mood i think uh, like yeah. for me like i said i've known for a long time i want to be in entertainment mm. so i love performing on stage yeah um but again like I said before, when I first started dancing, it was more just like to be cool and, you know, yeah. pick up chicks and stuff. And so as I grew the love for the movement, to me, it became an actual expression of emotion, which you can see through the videos I've made and it's all just expression. And so I love dancing like in this small space or in my room. Mm. And that's a lot of those times 
I I just dance for the sake of dancing. It's yeah. not even just like I don't even make things or it's not even like it is freestyle, but like yeah. sometimes it's not even freestyle. It's just kind of like me grooving and vibing out, and because like to me dance. Like in the origin of it, dance is like it's party dance. You know, you, you dance with other people. Sometimes you dance by yourself, but I have that feeling of like that I'm with other people because I'm just kind of like real internal and, and all that. Um, um, but yeah, I think based on my mood, I'd say either performing on stage or just in my room alone and jamming out. Mm. Yeah. What have I gained yeah. um, from these uh, stage? I've gained confidence mm -hmm. um finding my stage presence yeah it's uh i've come a long way from that like in high school we used to do like um these lip syncing competitions like oh. uh, it was like a uh, house fundraiser so each yep. house had their own different event and this one house had a lip syncing comp yep. and me and my mates would always enter every year and you'll notice like from the beginning of the years like yeah i perform and be cool but you'll notice i'm very like this yeah like head down and i'm just kind of like i don't like to look up because i'm quite shy mm. Um, and so the more and more I performed on stage, the more I got used to like lifting my head up mm. and having that like posture upwards and having that confidence like exude from my body. And so I think um, I gained confidence through performing, mm. um, through like jamming in my room. Uh, I think I, I, I guess I got more in tune with my sensitive side and more like mm. my emotion because like it doesn't have to be something sad or something yeah. angry or whatever, but like it could be something happy, but like doing so jamming in my room and yeah. by myself it helps me understand those feelings that i'm mm. feeling and it helps me like um, get a bit of grasp on them because it's like you know sometimes you're like happy but you, you know when you're happy you're, you want to move and you want to like you know just fucking throw your hands in the air and just be happy and whatnot but like sometimes like i'm not in a position where i can so i like dance it out through mm. some sort of happy music and then that allows me to be like yeah i'm like mm, I'm, I'm happy yo you know and then it's like yeah for me it's just um it's good expression yeah i say that a lot now but yeah it's That's to cool. me it's just expression yeah mm. and have you gained anything from your battle aspects because i know you've just done a few mm. i think well, maybe it was just one i can't remember i did battle zone yeah i think that's the only one i've done like like in a, a proper setting like a proper setting yeah 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 um i've done like i've, I've done a lot of break dancing battles in the mm. day but like not not like official ones either like just with my mates yeah. or like with other breakers that i met in the were you ever part of that um auckland that b-boy facebook group um they had that like those meetups at rt nah, square nah buzzy oh. ass met some buzzy people out there um but i battled some of them uh that was we just do ciphers and stuff mm. um and I think as a breaker, you have that natural kind of battle mentality. Yeah. Um, so, and there's that stee, even when you top rock, where you have that kind yeah. of stee, um, that confident, like, I'm about to fucking school you kind of mm. stees to it. Um, but yeah, what have I gained from battles? Um, wait, sorry, was that the question? What have I gained from yeah. battles? Uh, but battles is another round for me, eh? It's, mm. it's kind of scary. Like, even when we did Battle Zone, man, like, like, I was hyped in terms of like my performance aspect because yeah. i've been doing it for a long time i'm like used to like showing face in, in terms of like getting ready to battle and perform but yeah. actually doing the battle itself was like wow I, I i think that's the first time i ever felt like i was dancing seriously but with a full mind blank you know uh, what i mean like yeah, there was yeah. nothing it was just white noise in my head yeah. and i was just like i'm just in it mm. and i think um battling helped me specifically that battle it helped me like get in tune with the focusing side of me like mm. i was able to just hone in on what was important in the moment yeah 
and um, yeah, I think that's what battles did for me. So as I'm really keen to do more battles, I was like, I was kind of gutted in myself that I didn't into loose change yeah. like uh i pulled up, i had my own excuses i was like oh we just had dinner you know i'm yeah. fucking bloated all that shit and, but like the truth was i was keen but i just I, I didn't i wasn't really prepared at all like zero prep um i even actually forgot about it until the week before when we decided to cancel our class so that we yeah. could come support um and so I, it just didn't really occur to me until we got there and then i saw everyone jamming bro the whole time I was itching the dance, man. I was just like, wow, I'm keen to get in there in battle, you know? And so, like, um, damn, another tangent. I don't know where I went with that one. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I would have just been keen to just focus on, on something. And I think battles really pulled that out of me. Mm. Yeah. Tight, tight. All right, how's dance changed your life, bro? How's dance changed my life? Um, I think I'll bring it back to the whole expression thing. Super important. Like there were times where like I didn't have anyone to vent to when I was like sad or angry about things in life. And so I just just move it out, just dance it out. Um, also it has given me a chance to build a career in dance. Um, like I never would have imagined being able to sustain a lifestyle. Isn't You know, it's not like I'm not like rich or anything yeah. but like I'm able to get by like the same with someone that does a 9 to 5 job you know what I mean and it's yeah. like super grateful for that to have been given that opportunity mm. um, and yeah and like now I just want to kind of give back to dance which is why I do a lot of things like um, I've done a lot of well not a lot of but I've done a few like um, things for free because it's not always about the money um, yeah. I did this thing with Valor Bella project that's with um, Kirsten and Kat and it's like to do with men's mental health and we did like a video based on that um, uh, what else have I done and I can't really think of it on top of my head right now but um, yeah oh I mean even this is like sharing um, sharing the love for dance the mm. podcast hopefully inspiring someone else to kind of pursue it um, I think dance is just yeah it's super important it's very neglected here in New Zealand mainly I'd say mainly hip hop and stuff like contemporary arts is like booming in New Zealand it's great um, but yeah yeah sorry what was the question again? <laughs> no, no, just how, how dance has changed uh, yeah yeah. Um, yeah I guess the only thing that's really changed for me in dance uh, that, that dance has changed in my life is the ability to express and to create some sort of career pathway yeah. What about you, man? How's dance, how's dance teach, uh, treating you? Like, where are you at in your journey? I've seen you've been jamming a lot with projects and stuff. At the moment, now I feel like I feel like I'm pretty good at. I feel like I'm like the best I've ever been. Dope. Um, I've been getting into more battles, which has been like fun. Yeah, because, man. Uh, so I think loose change, killing it. The first few battles I got into, I was like super nervous mm. and like. Um, on beat was the first battle I entered in seriously in a long time and I remember like on the day I was super nervous but then when the music turned on I switched on like yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. and I was doing things like because I, I, con- I was conditioning myself for on beat where I could do all my tricks mm-hmm. and then I busted out all my tricks in the first two rounds yeah yeah and then um, I just remember at that point like I was just happy bro like because in battles is like where you really test 
it's, it's really it's where you really test yourself as a dancer because mm. it's just you and the music mm. and there's no one else to support you that's just it's just you yeah and you like, if you don't own. have if you don't have it you don't have it yeah so it's, it's like it's cool it's it's a mean test and i think with loose change um like i can see that i'm still in my shell of it mm. but i'm like slowly coming out of it so i'm like i don't know i'm like happy you know Duh. like i'm not That's like good, I'm, with, I'm not fully content with like my performance at least change but i'm like yo i, I got better so like, I, I can be happy with that but i'm gonna keep going on so mm-hmm. yeah and it's like discovering new things every day like new tricks and new like yeah, it's just dope, it's bro. fun hey it's yeah. fun that's that's what i missed like yeah. i feel like i've lost a bit of that too like when i was younger um like trying new things like when you first do a flare or when you first like try this thread trick or something you're like whoa like this is sick and like nowadays it's like it's the same you still get that feeling but i feel like for me anyway personally there's yeah. less time to explore that sometimes like uh, because dance has become so much of a work thing that it's hard to separate the two yeah um but at the same time i i love my work and so therefore it doesn't really matter but my mind is now less focused on just purely creative mm. and now it's like creative for something mm. you know and so that that kind of steers the the creative process <laughs> a bit bro honestly i don't like i know you guys have classes on wednesday mm. but if you ever just want to come out dude like come out to our dance because yo yo um i didn't realize how much they helped me until like i actually because when you have all these other people around you um they can give you advice mm. and like it's actually useful because I, I know sometimes when like i'm jamming with mike uh, mike's just sometimes he'll be on the ground and i'll give him give him, give him advice on how to do things like better mm. or then sometimes like um uh, john will give me advice on how to do things better and then it's just ex- it's like constant exchange even mm. though we're freestyling around each other and we just we just keep on asking each other for how to get better and then like it's buzzy because each person has a different way of how they view dance yeah definitely. and we can all add like little parts into each other's growth mm. which is really dope so if you're ever free what's the structure like if you don't mind me asking like is it quite different every time or do you have this kind of like so we get to we get together we maybe play a game at first mm, if, cool. if there's like a bunch of new people then we'll play a game just yeah. so people can like you know relax and just have a, like a little icebreaker yeah yeah and then um, afterwards we'll separate into groups where we um we freestyle and we have challenges in the freestyle so yeah, maybe yeah. you'd have to like um you'd have to do concepts or you'd have to move only using a one body part or stuff like that and um we just switch around rotate around the groups and uh it's like that then we have a huge cipher at the end and then mm-hmm. after the cipher um the cipher is more like a confidence slash like jam where people um you know they have time to just like practice going into a big cipher right, practice right, like right. you know um, getting used to things and then after that is um, when we break off into doing our own things so you can either like one you can just jam by yourself two you can just work with someone and just because um, sometimes uh, for instance like yesterday I I had up uh, John and I was just jamming with him like b-boying and stuff and then otherwise you could like hit up like one of the crumpers you can crump with them and then yeah you just do whatever you want hey, you know? so it's pretty, it's pretty free yeah man I'll be down sometime um yeah, definitely. I should I should definitely bring it up with the ID guys, and like, cause cause the whole loose change thing was a dope idea too. Like to to just kind of like support something else. Um, might have just been a one off though, but we'll, we'll talk about it. But I'll be keen. Yeah, man. Like if, even if it's just me personally, I I especially with freestyle. Like 
yeah, I've definitely been insecure about it for a long time. Like that's why I, to me, it's a form of dance and freestyle is a form of expression. I like to do it in my room, you know what yeah. I mean, and like without people watching, um, because it feels safe. But yeah. you also need to find that that play if you love it so much you need to find and not care about what anyone else thinks and you need to find that space where you can just kind of express mm. and yeah so that does sound really dope I'd yeah. love to sometime man but it's helpful too because when you're surrounded by other people bro like the little things you see around the room like they'll influence you so hard bro. Mm, mm, mm. because like everybody's like grinding and they're just trying new things by themselves and mm, yeah it sparks like a new creativity inside you because it's not you're not like learning a core but you're just like Someone's trying a hat trick, someone's trying a thread, someone's trying something different. Yeah. And then it's just so many different things to just think about. Like, it sparks up different uh, thought pathways. Yeah. Which yeah, is what yeah, I yeah. found out. And yeah, that's why I find it useful. But up to you, bro. Dope, man. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay. What stops you from being the best dancer you could be? Bro, just caring what other people think mm. straight up like, I, I struggle with it too obviously as as an artist like I was saying before artists we're all very hypersensitive so like mm. we very especially in the, the generation of like social media and stuff you know like the the amount of likes or the amount of views you get or comments is like that that short burst of grat- yeah. like gratification that you can get mm. um, and so sometimes when if that's what you're looking for and you post something like dance related and it's not as like received well as you thought it would be then it'll hurt you mm. in, in a sense where you think you're not as good as you think you are yeah but that's only your thought you know that's that's very subject like like let, let's say for example um i teach a class yeah and then i'm like ah. Oh, the car was kind of average. Uh, I didn't really like it too much. Mm. But someone else might be like, bro, that was tight. You should shoot a video or something. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'll be like, oh, maybe not. Like, I don't think it was that good. So it's yeah. like, at the end of the day, everyone has their own opinion. Mm. And the best way to progress as a dancer or as any artist, really, is to just not care about what yeah. anyone thinks. Like, it's okay to, but you need to be at a comfortable place with yourself before yep. you start doing that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just going to hinder yourself from doing things. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why the whole, like, um, the thing I was talking about was spontaneity. And, like, if I have an idea, I'll just do it. It's like, I'm my own worst enemy in terms of I'm going to overthink it and then start throwing in the negatives, throwing in the what ifs, the, the what is what is this person going to think? What am, what am I going to think about it, like, in 10 years' time, et cetera, et cetera, you know? Like, mm-hmm. when you shouldn't, you should just do it and that's why that's why i like doing stuff spontaneously because it's like i can push away every external factor and just focus on the matter at hand um so yeah i think that's that's like the biggest advice i could give with anything with super progressive a dancer just don't don't like care about what other people might think nice. and just do you nice and uh last uh last few questions we've got three questions yo yo what would you like to accomplish as a dancer? Uh, I kind of spoke about it a little bit before, but um, I would love to choreograph like a show, like a show for an artist. So like my friend. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he's also a music artist. Um, he's the one actually got me into it as well. Um, so like one day I would love to just like put together a show and we could like tour it around and stuff like mm. that. And, and just being in the position of more than just a dancer to have like, to, to be able to give something to the bigger picture mm. is, is great like even even like now to be able to put forward a piece for a comp yeah. you know with ID or put forward a piece for the show mm. that's super rewarding in a different sense like being a dancer and performing is great and all but yeah. also being able to to give something that 
that people like look up to you for is also great and so that's why yeah i would love to just put together like just me though you know because even with id they're just giving me this platform to try out like putting my artist artistry out but it's different from being the one the director of the show the one that creates and you know like yeah i just would love to put myself in that position because i feel like it would be a lot of stress but it'd be a lot of good stress Mm. and it's like um yeah i'm i think i'm a pretty hard worker and like when i'm when i'm when i really buckle down and do stuff i like see it through to the very end and like i would yeah i just love to put myself through that process um yeah and like i said before i love music so Mm. it's just kind of like two and two together that actually is solid yeah and plus, I got all the dancers, like all the great dancers in the world I know yeah. are here. You know, if we ever did a show, I'd be like, "Yo, you, 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 bang, let's do it." I reckon people would be like excited to jump on board too. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'd love to. Just got to see how it goes. Future is a uh, future is unknown. Got to shape the future yourselves. Yeah, man. Take a day at a time. Yeah, man. Um, all right, last two questions left, bro. We have our viewer question sent in. Yo. Dear What's the Dilly's podcast, I'm currently an older dancer looking to get into dance classes. Mm-hmm. I dance by myself and have gone to a few classes here and there, but I'm nervous to go because I don't have the body of a dancer and I'm on the older side. Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips on getting over the fear of judgment or building confidence so that I can feel more at ease when going to the class? Uh, okay. Ooh, this one is a good one. Yeah, I think I can go on a long tangent with this one. Like, um, like first of all, lot of what I said before about the whole like not caring what anyone else mm. thinks that plays a big part because already when I heard from the, the question, they was talking about judgment yeah. and talking about the fear of you know and all that. It's yeah, it's that's that's you creating that image in your head though. You know what I mean? Like, it's probably no one judging you. Mm. You, you know, like in a class, everyone's probably too focused on themselves yeah, anyway. Definitely. So, go into it with that mentality to just you know focus on yourself if that's what you want like at the end of the day if you really love it and you want to try it out then you should just put yourself out there and try it out anyway right mm. um and i guess first you want to um, look at what you're trying to achieve from yeah. this like age um body size or all that kind of stuff it doesn't really yeah. matter at all yeah it, based on what you're trying to achieve like yeah if you want to be a commercial dancer and get work and all that then yeah of course you got to look the part and all that stuff and then at the end of the day that's up to you to achieve you got to go to the gym you got to you know work out and all that stuff Mm. um but if you just want to like dance in an environment like in an open class environment then you know fuck that who cares if you Mm. if you if you're older or if you've got like a body that's not a dancer's body whatever a dancer's body is Mm. um doesn't matter you know you should just go in there to learn and exchange with people with like-minded people you know and that'll that'll kind of help your confidence because nine times out of ten you're going to go into a class and you're not going to be the only beginner you know what i mean and so yeah you can talk to them and like you you're very good at it you ask for advice you know you go up to the car and that that takes balls itself you gotta have the confidence to go up to someone you don't know they just taught you and be like hey i met you know i don't know if you noticed me or anything but you know do you have any advice and stuff like that but by doing so by putting yourself out there the choreographer or the teacher will now know that you exist and i think depending on the person they'll they'll start to you know like notice you more if you keep coming and like for me like no one knew who the fuck i was when i first started dancing you know like everyone always like oh yeah you're so great you're Co, blah, blah, blah. but like the truth is the only reason i got there is because i put myself out there and just took id classes every week mm. and then it got to a point 
where I started getting used to picking up Kari faster and yeah. faster and faster. And then I auditioned for ID. I got to know the boys more. And then I like put myself out there to them and be like, hey, I'd love to, you know, be a part of the choreographic team, see how it goes. And then slowly but surely I get to where I am. You know, I didn't start straight away with the adult company. I start with like the juniors and then, you know, work my way up. Mm. Um, and even now, like I could still go further with it, but it is where it is now. It's good. Um, but back to the advice. Um, sorry, could you reread the, the question again? Just so, um, older, just parts older dancer, looking yep. to get into dance classes. Mm-hmm. Dance by myself, but I've been going to a few classes. Uh, nervous to go because doesn't have the body of the dancer and is a bit older. Uh, tips on getting over fear of judgment and building confidence so they can go to more classes. Right. Okay, well, I mean, I guess th- I feel like the insecurities stem beyond the movement and dance and more just on your own self yeah. you know because you're talking about your body and your yeah. age and that's that's insecurities based on yourself and so i think like i don't know like it's hard because because you're talking about two different things now you know what i mean like yeah. you're you're trying to relate these insecurities to dance mm. and it's that's what's hindering you from doing it but the way i hear it the way i see it it sounds like it's a completely different thing mm. and you should focus on working on that yeah. before you get into dance unless like well, if maybe, you maybe dance is the kind of fitness thing for mm, yeah yeah uh, and again yeah, yeah exactly dance is very like yeah, you sweat a lot man especially mm. when you're not good and you're mm. always switched on and thinking mm. when you're thinking more you sweat more like yeah. when i teach man i sweat more than when i train yeah, because i'm just always thinking and so yeah if you want to work on your body that's one thing you can do take more classes um if you're insecure about the movement you're only going to get better as you go Mm. and go more and more classes that's this is where that advice you got can apply Mm. is go to more classes and do more classes um yeah yeah but i think the most important thing is it sounds like you have other insecurities that are kind of stopping you from doing so if it will help maybe work on those first obviously age can't really help that but like with the, the whole body thing you can you can definitely like work out or i don't know what kind of body type you're talking about are you talking about like you know oversized or undersized you know there's things that you just got to work with your body type um but if you're just more on the fear of movement you're just gonna have to get better you know by by getting better it is like by doing more movement dancing more going to classes um going to different classes Mm. i should say like putting yourself in different communities um because yeah, this person said they've they've been to some classes, right? So that means you've went to these classes, and somehow you're getting the sense of insecurity from that community, and yeah. you might not get the same kind of feeling from another community. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like imagine going to like going from an ID class and then going straight to a Bendy's class. Mm-hmm. Like ID, let's say Josh was teaching, he's gonna be like, drill, 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 and it's like so serious. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like you want to get like really into it, and then you go to something like Bendy's class, and she's just like. Yeah, all good, woo, woo, fun times, all that. You know, it's a completely different environment. And so you need to explore those different environments mm. in order for you to kind of conquer that fear. Mm. Um, and just find your niche, man, you know. Find uh, find what works for you. Because uh, everyone's different. Everyone everyone has their own kind of, like, insecurities and stuff, I guess. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I think that's about all I have to oh, say for that. No. Yeah. Good luck to you, brother or no. sister. And plus, too, there's, like, um... Uh, don't 
like everybody's bodies are different so mm. you know just make make use of your body you know if yes. you're a bit on the bigger side you have more power yo facts you're man on the facts. smaller side you're a bit lighter you maybe you could do like um you could reach lower you could go high i don't know just explore yeah explore, explore. yourself and if you're unhappy with where you're at mm. changes can be made you know yeah. like the human body is capable of crazy things like i used to be hella skinny and then i just worked out for years and years and years and like i gained a little bit of muscle like muscle mass like shaped a bit more yeah so like and that was that was just for me though you know that was my insecurity well, i was like, being up. humble Alvin's <laughs> being humble <laughs> i was being humble again but, but that's that's just facts yeah. though you know like i have insecurities too i'm human you know yeah. my insecurity was like fuck i'm skinny i'm never gonna like you know Pick up <laughs> <laughs> so i was like yo i need to fucking work out and yo and so i worked out you know like i i didn't want to feel insecure anymore and so that's yeah. why i did it um and then even even with working out this is this is me um talking about dance as well you know how i started dance to pick up chicks and yeah. then i started love it same with working out i actually love working out it's actually a lot of fun um being healthy and stuff and i actually enjoy the muscle ache yeah. afterwards because it feels like i i worked hard yeah and like it's that sense of um reward same with cooking you know what i mean like i i prefer eating a meal that i cooked rather than eating a meal that i bought mm. because it's like i did this mm. you know what i mean it's like yo fucking give you give yourself a slap in the back bro you know like mm. yeah um just take take matters into your own hand um at the end take of the day ownership. yeah take, take ownership, ownership for sure for sure like only you can change your life like other people can give you advice yep. they can they can help you as much as they can but at the end of the day it's all up to you mm. and that's yeah that's the important thing yeah and if you're not confident to do it by yourself then maybe you need to see someone that can help you boost your confidence Hard. and yeah and um also something as well that uh, i wanted to elaborate on alvin's point um alvin's first very first point was to not care about what people think mm. I think that that is good but also at the same time I know that some of you guys um, your personalities naturally like you guys care a lot and it's hard mm. for you guys to turn that off mm, definitely because I know for me it's like hard for me to um, turn off like caring what other people think mm. so I think another way to rephrase what Alvin said because what Alvin said is also like very good was um, care more about what you think than what others think yo actually that's that's good and then that's a lot better and then that will match more with your personality and who you are and then that will you know people will resonate with that yeah because yeah like you don't want to be someone you're not so you just gotta be you don't try to cater to other people you should just always cater to yourself Mm. definitely dope wow that was insightful as was one of the first questions that like i kind of like you know this when you start getting serious about dance and you start having all like when you start getting serious, all these questions start coming up more, right? Because mm-hmm. when you're just taking it for fun, you're just you're not thinking that hard yeah, about it. Yeah, no, 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 you think it all. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, so final question to end it off. Oh, let's go. <sighs> what is one piece of advice you would give yourself five years ago, oh, and one piece gosh. you would say to Alvin right now? Uh, five years ago. What year was that? Two thousand fifteen. Nineteen. Alvin at nineteen. Shit. Damn, I was 19 five years ago. Damn. I know 19-year-olds. That's why it's like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, okay, uh, shit. Um, and advice. What, what was I doing when I was 19? Um, I think the advice I would have given myself at that age would to be not to give up. 
mm. because at that point in my life, I had a lot of like life circumstances going on and shit. And, you know, for example, the big gaps in videos and and all that. It's because um, yeah, I had a lot of things going on and I dropped a lot of things. Um, even dance, I dropped dance passionately like it became work for me because in that time i was just teaching yeah. at a studio and then i didn't even like when i go home i wouldn't like jam by myself or whatever you know i just i just lose interest i just gave up on things because because life was hot and i think because now that i've been through that shit i'm able to to kind of like I, I feel like i've matured from those circumstances and i can be like yo life is hard mm. but there's always you know the light at the end of the tunnel you just got to keep pushing for it and it took me a long time to realize that during that process um that, that sorry that part of my life and so if i were to give myself an advice um back then i'd just be like bro just don't give up because later you're going to regret it and think about it as wasted time yeah instead of like time you could have just kept going because at the end of the day it worked out right like yeah. here i am i it worked out but i also have this gap in those five uh, five years or so that I didn't do anything. Mm. Not the whole five years, but there was some gaps where I didn't do anything and it was just depressing. And so, mm. yeah, just don't give up. And that applies to now too. Um, but if I were to give an advice now though, yeah. um, to so me Alvin, now... So Alvin, five years from now, is going to hear this and, you know, what, what do you want What do you want to say, you know? Um, well, first of all, actually, yeah, don't give up because I have, I still do here and there. Mm. But um, I think... Um, an advice I should give myself now is to just keep pushing things out because mm. this this goes back to the whole not caring what anyone else thinks because I give that advice but I'm also yeah. I also do care about what other people think sometimes hence why I didn't interlude change you know what I mean um, uh, but and I still haven't even uploaded <laughs> I'll, I'll twist the video bro, but, um, but I am going to drop that um, but yeah, I think it's just, I get too hypersensitive sometimes. So I think the advice I'd give me is not just keep pushing, but stay out of my own head as much as possible. Because, um, when you start to do it, you just, you should do something else because distract myself with something else. Cause otherwise I'll end up spending hours just thinking about one thing when I could have just been doing other things. So yeah, that's the advice I give myself now is to... Um, keep pushing forward um, always just keep pushing content out um, and just if I get stuck on one thing move on to something else and come back to it Solid. yeah, yeah. alright Alvin uh, what's what's next for you end it off let's end it off what's next for you plug yourself plug um, any yo, events you have coming up yo hell yeah shows? um at Alvin Wong Z Instagram yo yo but um, ladies ladies he's taken <laughs> yeah taken taken sorry guys I mean girls I mean what nah um, <laughs> uh, we have our uh, ID show uh, Battle of the Senses coming up August 15th uh, it is also the same time as the project show um, I think you guys have one on the 14th too right or is it 16th it's one or the other I know, I'm, still, I'm still trying to figure wow. out wow all you, I even asked Mikey the same question and he's like yeah I'm not really sure I'm like fuck you guys eh? <laughs> <laughs> well either way uh, they have one on the 15th too uh, but they also have one on the 14th I think um, so if you can't make both make both support the cause um uh what else is coming we also have another show coming up in october uh more information uh later 
myself. I'm going to be dropping a new video soon. Between the bro Andy. Uh, and um, some some Filipino guy. I don't know. I forgot his name. Um, <laughs> nah, sorry, Will. Um, <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Um, hopefully drop some new music soon. Um, and also just lazy plug for the bro 16 Leo. Um, he's my one of my close friends. Uh, he's doing YouTube. Check him out on YouTube, uh, and also Spotify. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it for now. All right, that concludes us. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Peace.